Hey, everybody. From Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I Am Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Adam sitting in for Dan. Coming up on today's episode, Taoism. Taoism. Yeah, Adam's going to talk about some experiences from Taoism. Personal experiences about to... And a lot of you might remember Adam. Adam's coming back. Adam's filled in for Dan before. I've done the show twice. Yeah. So this is my third time. Like really early on. Yeah, really early on. Yeah, Yeah, like a couple years ago. Yeah, and then... Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. Because you're on... This is episode... This is episode 88. 88. And so, yeah, I think my first one was like episode 7... And then maybe like episode twelve or thirteen. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, welcome yeah. back. Well, thank you for having I me. I appreciate it's, you being here. I'm glad it's good. It's good to be back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. Got got nothing. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Well, yeah. No, yeah. that's fine. I I can, I can appreciate that. Okay. Good. Well, cool. Do you have uh, do you have a little news story? Oh, for would us? you like me to start? start yes, yeah. I would love to start. So. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, I'm going to start with, uh, but before getting to the story, I wanted to say that there, uh, there was an amazing, um, art project that I heard about. I think this was about two years ago. Okay. Um, and what this guy did is, uh, he printed out, he went onto Wikipedia Uh and he printed out every, I think it was, I think it was one year, one year worth of entries and mm. then corrections in Wikipedia just on the Iraq war. Okay. Oh, so wow. it was just about the Iraq war and he filled a room a little bit bigger than my house with all of the actual print. He, he printed them out and then he like made them into books or something oh, wow. like there are these big, you know, like a, like an encyclopedia. Right. The room was the size of my house that filled just that one year for just that one entry. And he did it as a way of saying, this is how much, uh, not only are there corrections or addendums, but Mm -hmm. also like people go in and change stuff to be, uh, you know, uh, radicals or like iconoclasts to be like, you know, F the war or whatever. And then other people have to go in and fix it. Or somebody says something about, you know, George W. Bush and somebody else goes in and, and, you know, but somebody fixes their grammar. We we don't think, yeah, that's what they do. (laughs) I've done it. I'm like, I can't handle this page. They go, that is a participle. (laughs) And, um, and, and yeah, so, but, but, you know, and, and it's one of those things I think that we don't think about a lot of the time, which is like how much traffic occurs just on something like Wikipedia, because to people, it it is a platform in and of itself. And even right. if it means that you can get in some little barb in there that mm. maybe only a handful of people see before it changes, you're like, got him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So where's all this? So what do you think? Like if you just had to toss out a couple of the 10 most savagely contested articles in the English edition of Wikipedia. So changed, rechanged, changed back again, changed again. You want- you, you don't have to... to list all ten, but 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 what what do you think a couple of them might okay. be? Okay, I, I actually uh, uh, President Obama's page, page okay. about page okay. about Obama, okay, page about George W. Bush, okay, um, obviously the Iraq War, okay, gave that one away. Um, the healthcare, probably Obamacare would be mm. pretty big, okay. Um, you've gotten one right. You're kidding me. No. <laughs> Which one did I get right? George W. Bush. Really? Obama hasn't been like Wikipedia? Mm-hmm. Not in the to top death? ten. Not in the top no ten. No way. Okay, cool. Do you, do you want to know what they are? Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> George W. Bush. Is that the number one? Uh they're not lit they're just they're, they're just, just bullet listed. pointed. Okay. George W. Bush, anarchism. 
Oh. It seemed strange. Uh, global warming. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. United States. Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> race and intelligence. Okay. Christianity. Wow. Muhammad. Yeah, okay. Circumcision. Shut the fuck up. And the list of World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated employees. (laughs) Wait. The list changes that much? Of employees. Okay, it's not even like that somebody's like, Hulk Hogan saved the world, and somebody else is like, screw you. It's It's not even that. It's just John Doe worked for them. Yeah, he's like, you never worked here. (laughs) I don't know. But, but, uh, so, that's that's a good sort of way of getting involved into this, that the most controversial (laughs) pages... Uh, in in all ten editions of Wikipedia are Israel, Hitler, the Holocaust, and God. Wow! That these are that they're, they're saying um, that they have just droves of people whose only job working for Wikipedia right. it's not building new pages, it's not going and verifying facts. It's somebody you know. It's essentially like you're the janitor at the strip club, and they're like, somebody threw up in the urinal, urinal again, Tom, and you're like, damn it. And you go in and you use that little virtual mop that they show at the top of Wikipedia yeah. to clean up the mess, yeah. right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. and that's and so if by that standard, Israel, Hitler, Holocaust, and God are the four like dregs of the of of Wikipedia. Holy cow. But it just makes you realize that and and literally this is from uh uh Huffington Post and the the top the 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 article header is religion in Wikipedia the edit wars rage on and it makes you realize that like there's so many people like that's what they're spending their time doing. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just insane to think about that it's oh, like yeah. that you're not going out with your little picket sign. <laughs> you're just trying to fix like, literally, you have the time on your hands and the opinion enough, like, the stringent, like, fire in your belly to go onto the Wikipedia article about God. <laughs> just just that word. Not even, like, Allah. Right. Not even Muhammad. Just God. Like, so, that's I mean, the one that I, you're I going mean, on to. It's never even occurred to me to look at the Wikipedia page for God. I would never <laughs> like, even. Like, like, what's it going to tell me yeah. that I'm going to be like... That's interesting. <laughs> I've never heard that so, before. So is it just, have, did you look at it? I mean, is it like just people posting the actual, their version of who God I, is supposed to be and then like you getting all upset about it? Like, Let's do it now. Trinitarian versus non-Trinitarian. I don't know. Let's and, look at what, uh, okay, okay, I'm on Wikipedia now. Too. Okay. 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 So we, we're right here and let's just put in just, just God. Yeah. Just. I just did the same. Oh, <laughs> wow. This is good. Oh yeah. Okay. Here yeah, you go. There's enough here. There's, oh, oh my God. There's oh, a lot wow. here. Uh, you know what my favorite part is? Just looking right at the beginning is the, the very bottom of the contents. Number 11 is external links. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it always are is. You, no, but what I mean is are you really going to go to the bibliography oh. about God <laughs> to see where they've gone mm. to cull their information from? Mm. Mm, I think I need to fact check that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. But but you just look at this and it's like... this. Uh, yeah. This article is about the term God in the context of monotheism, and like it just goes and goes. But it's really, I mean, this is pretty general, right? Mm-hmm. Theism, deism, uh, you know, oneness. Well, it's, if it's supposed to be an sort of an, well, it is supposed to be an encyclopedia page about it. It should be general, right? I mean, but, I mean it's so actually, what do you think people are adding to this or like changing about it to be like? 
I mean, is it just like a group full of well, like? I bet there's people who are incensed that there is actually a place that has collected all these different ideas about God. Right. Right. Like right. I bet there's groups that come on here and they delete or try to delete the whole thing and just be like. God is what he is or whatever. Right, you know, right, Or whatever right. the line is, I am what I am. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just that. <laughs> Which is so close Although to Popeye. I do like he is what he is. He is what it is. <laughs> well, I like that it's almost Popeye, right? I mean, it's like, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, he says I am what I am, but right, it's right. the exact same thing. Oh, Pop- I guess was Popeye God? Yeah, yeah. You didn't, know, you didn't know this? I think the thing that I like, I, the thing that I like about the idea of like, trying to bridge that gap and put all of it into one place in a Wikipedia article about God Mm -hmm. is uh, you are going to enrage everyone except for atheists. Right. Because atheists are going to be like, I I don't, I don't care. I don't care at all. This first line is amazing. It's sort of the, you know, at at the top of Wikipedia pages, there'll be like an explanation as to like, what is this page? really explaining versus what other sure. concepts you Kacha Gugu was a one hit wonder band from 1984 right it's like the very first line well, of the yeah no the i'm talking about the one that's like um the almost the disem, disambiguation right? right where it's like you might be looking for this other idea and so this says <laughs> you this might ar- be looking for the wrong god <laughs> well it says this article is about the term god in the context of monotheism and henotheism i don't even know what that is i've never even seen it um for the general concept of god see deity Mm, for mm. god in the context of specific religions see an index of pages beginning in god god in you know what you stay on the main one i'm gonna i'm i'm going down the rabbit hole let's see for discussion of the existence of god see existence of god for other uses see god disambiguation so oh my god so, so i went to the the all the pages with with the prefix and we've got so some of them you know, God in Abrahamic religions, mm-hmm. uh, uh, God in Mormonism, um, God in Buddhism, Hinduism, right? God in Islam, Islam, and then we have God in me, <laughs> God in the dock, which I don't know. I D O C D O C K. I mean, it feels like a sexual euphemism. Uh, God in the, yeah. Um, God in disguise <laughs> is one of the choices. Okay. That's just weird. And, and then. Gotten a pill? Question mark. (laughs) 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 All right. I mean, you know, you could spend hours on Wikipedia, (laughs) but I just think it's interesting that like, here's Wikipedia trying to do this thing where they're like, well, you know, we want to document everything. We want to try and get everything in there. Right. And all the people that work there and that, and that help with the editing and all, all that like created a firestorm by trying to categorize this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they also did with – doesn't it make you wonder, like, who's going in to try and change, like, Hitler's Wikipedia oh, page? no. I mean, skinheads, I'm sure, versus then, like – I guess I mean, it's because, like, it, those like, guys can't even – it's like, well, I when I was 17, I got a swastika tattooed across my forehead, so I can't really leave the house anymore. Right. So all I tried to do is change the Wikipedia page for Hitler <laughs> on a daily basis. Anyway, that's the one okay. I had. I just thought it was really interesting that there's this – sort of quiet war going on well, religiously I'd, on, on Wikipedia. I'd heard about other ones, but like it never even, occur- first of all, it never occurred to me that there would be a page just God. Of course there would be, I mean, you think about it. If somebody asks you the question, is there a Wikipedia page about God? You'd be like, yeah, of course. Of course there is. But I'd never had the thought right. of like, oh, what does Wikipedia have to say about God? <laughs> God. I like that it's like, you may be looking for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you go, yeah, Frank. Okay. What do you got? Um, well, uh, in Ohio, 
um, there are plans being laid for a Holocaust memorial at the Ohio State House, their Capitol building. Is there a particular reason why – does every state have a Holocaust memorial? Well, that I don't – no, I don't think so. Because it just seems odd. Like, why uh, – is there – Why did, Ohio? Did they get a lot of, uh, uh, you know, um, Jews from – Well, I don't know. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know. But, it, anyway. I mean – not why, to take you off track, but. why it comes up, I don't know. But a group of people got together and were like, hey, this is what we need, clearly. This would be a good idea. Hey, you know yeah. what? That building up there is missing. A <laughs> memorial to the Holocaust. Sure. Um, and those that died in the Holocaust. More yeah. of a memorial to those that died <laughs> in the Holocaust. <laughs> they have, like, have some designer and some director Ooh. that like a year later, they're like, well, now you tell me. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was weird, but like, I'm a team player. Yeah, yeah. I ran with it. <laughs> well, Dustin, you should have built... asked because this is just this is a travesty. Yeah, you I... should have asked more questions. <laughs> but I built the best Holocaust memorial ever. It's like an eternal flame or something. They're just oh, like tasteless. Oh, now? Yeah, I crossed no, the line. That was, that was the line right there. God damn it! But anyways, um, the what what has caused the issue? What has caused some hubbub? Um, because, you know, like if somebody wants to put a Holocaust, mem- uh, memorial to the Holocaust victims, S- victims slash survivors. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like how do you, at a, at a state house, I'd be like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Who, like, why, why would who's I care? going to be, who's going to be upset about that? Well, those that are objecting to the shape of the memorial, which is, it's in the shape of a star of David. Oh, are the edges really pointy? Is that I, yeah, people are afraid they're going to hurt themselves on the? <laughs> Is that what they're objecting to? Yeah. Oh, well, they've banned tag. Yeah, it's safety. you can't play tag around the Holocaust Memorial, and it's horrible for wall ball. I mean, it just bounces <laughs> it off one direction. and then the other. Yeah. Not that you would want to play wall ball at this thing, but uh, that's no, tasteless. That would be tasteless. Yeah. But nonetheless. Um, this has caused people to obviously, because the Star of David is a, a, a symbol of Judaism, right? Right. Um, it's caused people at the uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation to mm. raise their hands in objection to oh. this memorial and the shape that it's taking. So, I mean, it leaves me, I have a couple reactions. I, you know what? Let's dig into yours first because I'm I'm still I'm mulling some things over. But go go ahead. Well, my first my actually my first thought was, um, it was my f- my first thought is that the shape being a religious symbol is probably not right. But then my next reaction was, well, you actually are leaving a lot of people out by using that shape. It's actually inaccurate. Right, mm. like oh, that's interesting. You know, because you have homosexuals, right? You have Jehovah's Witnesses. Right. You have, um, pff, I can't even remember all the groups, right? That yeah, were targeted. Were, by, I mean, I mean by, the Jews by, were definitely like you know number oh, one with a bullet. Like that was oh, the top of the no list. No kidding. But right. but yeah, but you you are you are correct. Yeah, you know, um, oh, the mentally ill, the disabled, political dissidents. Mm. Right. So I like, guess I w- you're right. I wouldn't the shape of the to make it the shape of the building. Is probably probably well. A bad it's idea. I, I think it's just an out, outdoor memorial. I don't think it's like they're building a building in the, in the shape of the star that Star of David. Oh, I guess they're just building, building like the, a the thing. thing. And yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was something about like, it, I mean, it could have even been like the concrete okay. or something like that, okay. right? Okay. Like it's okay. 
It's just, and, and I, I guess don't in my head, it was going, the character, but it was you keep saying so memorial, innocuous. and I'm going like museum, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, some outdoors, outdoor thing, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the Vietnam Memorial or any of the memorials in right, Washington, right, D.C. Right, right, right. You know? So, okay. So, it's leaving people out. So, that's one issue. I, f- I feel like it's, yeah, it's exclusive. Okay. What else? So, what's, what's another emotion it's giving you? Um, well, it, it kind of goes in the same line, which is, Actually, I can't go there. I was going to make... Yeah, I can't go with that joke. <laughs> wow, look at you. Look at you stop yourself and pedal back. Yeah, that one was bad. Okay, well, can I... Here, yeah. Here's what it's making me... Like, you raised an interesting... You, you raised a really interesting point, which is that it does exclude people. And I guess my initial reaction was a feeling of... My initial reaction was a, was a feeling of not being like, like at first I was kind of like, ah, oh, let them have it because to me I would, and, and I realized that there's an argument for the, like the sort of slippery slope mentality of like, well, if you start with that, then you go to this and then you've got right. this and this and that. Um, but, but, but the thing that felt different until you had said that was, but if, and I guess it would be if if only Jews had been killed there. Let's say it was only Jews that had been killed. There. Right. Let's say just for argument's sake that that it wasn't about the exclusionary thing. The reason why I would say that I think that it's okay for it to be the Star of David is because yes, it is a religious symbol, but it's also the reason why all of these people died. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not just that you're you are, are you are putting up a cross to say. Oh, this is this cross represents all the Christians who were killed in the Iraq War, and you'd be right. like, "Okay, hold on, you can't, you know what I mean? Like that's bad." But, but to to say this is it kind of goes back to when we were talking about the Mormons, and we were talking about the, uh, um, I mean, this is going back way, you know, like last year or even longer. <laughs> uh, but but you know, we were talking about the baptisms for the dead and this right. idea of them baptizing people who had died in the Holocaust and baptizing right. uh, uh, um, and Frank, right? And you go, okay, do you realize, do you realize how disrespectful that is? Because you're talking about, say, quote unquote, saving someone's spirit from the ravages of Judaism and now they get to be Mormon and so they're saved. And it's like, they died because they were Jewish. Right, exactly. So, like, that is at the heart of, like... And so that's, I guess, why and, and, I go but, to this place of, like, uh, let them have it. But you are right. I, but I would also say um, that um, it is, it, it's state property, right? And so the idea of... Like, I understand the objection. In fact, you, you may not... We, we were talking about how you haven't listened to the podcast for a little while. And thanks, yeah. thanks for that. Um, but... Really? On air? <laughs> On air. Not a snarky, not a snarky, like, like nothing snarky at all when we're talking earlier. And I'm like, yeah, I've been really busy. And you're like, it's fine. And you're just like, I'm going to drag that fucker over the coals once we get on there. God. <laughs> So yeah, no, I no, haven't no. been. I, it was just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was it was low hanging fruit. I just couldn't ignore it. Um, but anyways, um, I um, one of the things that we've been talking about Dan and I a lot is this issue of this uh, memorial um, that the atheists are putting on this um, courthouse property down in Florida. Okay, and how it's a response to uh, Ten Commandments 
uh, memorial, like monument, <laughs> not really memorial. I wish it was memorial. The Ten Commandments. <laughs> it was but nice it, while it lasted. <laughs> but a monument. Hey, guess what, you guys? It's gone. <laughs> no, co- covet your neighbor's wife. It's fine. It's gone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, and so, like, and so, like, we've been talking about this a lot, and we we both are just like completely adamantly against the atheist one as well. What is it? Uh, it's. <laughs> It has like um, it's a response to the Ten Commandments. Rather, our our whole thing has been that it sh- if if atheists are gonna put a monument up on this property, then it should be um, we we should be promoting maybe separation of church and state. Or like we should find something general civility. <laughs> sure, no, we right. don't we don't but need a, like a letter from God. And kind of yeah, and so this issue kind of ties into something that we've been talking a lot about. Which is what's appropriate? What's an, an appropriate monument or um, mo- memorial to put on state property or mm. um, city property? Any kind of government. property. Okay, so that's really interesting because I get you know when you put it like that. Oh, that's real. Yeah, when you put it like that, the labeling, the labeling that we give ourselves, and not that people shouldn't be, not that people shouldn't be proud. Like mm-hmm. if you're Jewish and you're of the faith, mm-hmm. you, you you should be proud. You should, you know, get a tattoo of a hell, whatever. You know what I right, mean? Right, like right. be stoked that that's what you are. But if you're, if it's, if it is on state property, a, and then B, you, you are, you are hearkening back to say, remember this tragedy, right? That, that in that moment, you probably want to use as few symbols as possible. Yeah. To do that. Way, yeah. Right. Like yeah. to say we we are all better than 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 you are this and I am that. Right. That you are different than me. Like what's an inclusionary yeah. Yeah. way that you can make that monument rather than it being right. This is for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can get on board with that. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, I mentioned the Vietnam Memorial before. And but have you ever been to DC? Have you uh, no. There I mean the Vietnam Memorial, like when you're doing the the tour of of DC, um, this is all the names on the on the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, as, as you're going around the city, you go to you know like the Lincoln Memorial, and you go to um, the Jefferson Memorial, and you know it's you know these really stately you know edifices with these you know big monumental statues of of these of these or the what's the what's the one that's just a giant penis what's that one? <laughs> that's the washington that's the washington yeah 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 i mean he's the father of our nation yeah, so it's appropriate yeah um <laughs> but really give him the giant phallus yeah piercing the sky <laughs> fine you should you know what let it's him fine have it. let, let him have it let him have it <laughs> yeah sure he only did one term you know and you you end up going like the korean memorial is like really powerful but again it involves like statues and mm-hmm. this that, and the other and then you go to the vietnam memorial and it's just so simple it's just this wall in kind of like the kind of sets into the into the ground it cuts mm-hmm. into the ground and as you walk along the wall there's all these little names yeah. etched in and, and it's mirrored. It almost has this that onyx mm-hmm. black stone. Almost yeah. has this like mirror image yeah. to it, right? And it's just incredibly. Powerful. But do you think that like so simple? That? Well, but part of it's and like it's so powerful, and it's like meditative. Oh yeah, you yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's like the uh, even though I think the way they did it was not very. I think the way they did it was a little cheesy, but it's like the the twin tower, like the the memorial there, the 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 reflecting pool things mm. that they did. Mm-hmm. I wish they hadn't done them as big squares because it, oh. it could have been. I kind of liked it. it. To me, it felt like 
Dante-esque, like, just, just like, huh. this void of, like, oh. I think like that was you, the point. I don't think that you needed to do that. I thought it was extremely powerful. What, because somebody might forget and then be like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, that. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't need, <laughs> well, you could have done something else other than have it be these two giant boxes of where, yeah. I don't know. That's what, that just felt weird to me. But it's still, there is something about it that is more of, like, uh, you know, it's like a, a like a veterans grove. Like mm-hmm. like you know, you have a place where people can go yeah. to to have remembrance. And yeah, I agree that maybe just a big star of David isn't. It's probably not the right. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I agree. I the just, same just time for it, a lot of different reasons. Yeah, it doesn't it on one level? I don't think that it, that it should just there should not be the religious symbol. Yeah, on on the government property, but then just thinking in more broad terms i just don't think it works yeah it's kind of well it's not that it doesn't work it's just it might be a little obvious to me right (laughs) you know yeah it's like little little and also it's not the symbol little on the nose yeah yeah just a little that's frank Frank feldman at the ohio (laughs) holocaust memorial (laughs) Mm, little on the nose (laughs) i'm sorry it seems like it to me I'm just going to say. Ugh, bring a book. I mean, it's like every <laughs> other one you see. Another? All right. Oh, God. Jesus. Well, that was predictable. <laughs> no, I mean, I do think so, though. I think that, that if you you're going think. to do that, like, okay, so if you're going to make a monument for that, why are you making it? What is it that you want to get across? Mm-hmm. Do you, are, are, you know, the people that came up with it to say, this is what we should do here with this piece of land. Mm-hmm. Are you doing it? Like, why are you doing it? And if you're, if the reason why you're doing it is so that people can go there, like really. And even though it was part of my awful, uh, apparently over the line joke, but, <laughs> but you know, the eternal flame, you know, like that is like the, you know, the unknown so- soldier, like it's such a powerful image yeah it's such I, a, and, i think and, for the holocaust you don't want to use flame okay. that's all i'm saying that that's all i'm saying <laughs> okay that's that's okay. that's where i was coming you're, from you're totally right but it's just if you're right. like something it could be a faucet of water like it could be anything <laughs> right it could be a drip that's you're happening a, dri- a drippy faucet that won't shut off. Six million drips. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Right. Sure, like you could, sure. you could come up with something. You right? don't. But fire, it might be. A... Fire might be inappropriate. Yeah. Just well. Yeah. So would drips of water then? If we're going to start splitting hairs about minutia. Oh well. Anyways. But no. Well, well. Back to my point is that is that the you know the the tomb of the unknown soldier like that that whole idea is. It's for meditation. That's why that's there. That's right. why that eternal yeah, yeah, yeah. flame for is there. there. It's, yeah, it's and totally you, you think about that and you go, yeah, that's what you need to have is something mm. like that, not just, mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm never going to make a monument, but. Right. To what? To anything. Oh, come on. You but, could come up with something to make a monument for. I mean, maybe there'll be one from my headstone when I'm dead. You should design it. Have you thought about that? My headstone? Yeah. It's like Get most. it ready. <laughs> It'd be awesome. <laughs> Dude, I got my plot. <laughs> I've got my headstone. I and just want to be prepared. You know? I'm ready. But is that like one of those things like getting a tattoo when you're really young where years later you're like, Pearl Jam, really? That you're going to have like, <laughs> I, if I, you know, because let's face it, whatever I make now, 
hopefully I'm going to live long enough. They'll end up thinking it's lame when I'm old. Right. Like if I had made my tomb, if I had made my headstone in like the Mm nineties, it would have like tribal artwork all over it. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Point taken. (laughs) Point taken. All right. My turn. Yeah. Boy, we know how to get tangential. Yes. Um, Frank. Mm hmm. If you, I, love, I like I'm doing this. I'm making you guess, making you guess oh, shit. Okay. If you had to guess, okay. America's most sinful city. Oh, interesting. And this is a kind of a no-brainer. Well, it seems like a trick question to me, right? Because you wouldn't be phrasing it like that if it was, if it was Las Vegas. If it actually was Las Vegas. Yeah. This is really great. This article. Uh, this is Religion News, and they. Well, I'll just read this because it's actually the setup on it is kind of brilliant. Everyone knows that Las Vegas has made a name for itself and attracted nearly 40 million visitors a year mm. by being a bastion of sinful activities, <laughs> adult entertainment, gambling, drinking, and general debauchery. Mm-hmm. But what about the real sins? The ones in the good book. Oh. The ones in the movie Seven. That's their reference point. Oh, really? That's what they said. Like the ones from the movie Seven. Like you could, it's religion news. Yeah, that's, couldn't you just be like uh, the seven? <laughs> let, let me fill you in on something here. That's not where they got that. <laughs> David the, Fincher the movie, is he didn't such come a up trailblazer. Yeah. I mean, he he didn't create yeah, the seven deadly just, sins. Yeah. So criteria they use based on the seven dev- deadly sins, uh, and uh, they basically said, "Well, let's figure out which cities are making a name for themselves." Okay. Oh, okay. Criteria they used: lust. Strip clubs per capita. Oh, so, okay, they, cool. Well, so to figure out lust, it was... Well, I guess I haven't asked. Have you seen the movie Seven? Uh-huh. Okay, so then you're familiar with these seven things that David Fincher <laughs> came up with for the movie. This is, I'm just right. checking. Yeah, yeah. Lust, strip okay. clubs per capita. Okay. These are the, all the criteria. Mm-hmm. Pride, cosmetic surgeons per capita. Oh, interesting, yeah. Wrath, violent crime okay. per year per 1,000 residents. Okay. Envy... Threft, threft, woo, theft per year per 1,000 residents. Okay. Greed, percentage of disposable income given to charity each year. Okay. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, but it's a weird way to show greed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but I, like, how else would you? I mean, I guess, but I don't consider myself greedy, and I don't give to charity. Ew, you're greedy. <laughs> See? <laughs> I give to public radio. That's not the same thing, is it? one off. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah giving <laughs> what? But but, but that's to, to the poor people up at the public radio station. Yeah, believe me, they're hungry. <laughs> Those people are not paid very well. No, they aren't. They're all very thin, and it has nothing to do with their veganism. Um, <laughs> gluttony percentage of obese residents mm-hmm. and sloth percentage of physically inactive residents. Now, oh wow, you are right that that it is a trick question because it's not Las Vegas. But right. I will say this. Now reading that criteria uh-huh. seems ridiculous to me because there is one word uh, that appears in five of these seven. Okay. And that word is residence. Yeah. Who the hell are the residents of Las Vegas? Oh, right. right They're right. the poor assholes that are serving all the gluttonous, sloth, greedy, yeah. you know, lustful. Right, so right, it's right, like right. it doesn't it, – I think it still would be – Las Vegas, if they took into account 
trans the transient population of Las Vegas. Okay, wouldn't you think? Maybe I feel like that the it's it's skewed because okay. it's. I don't think that the residents. I don't. You know, the residents but, aren't but, going to strip clubs. Well, right, but I, well, I'm sure a lot of them do, but but I think that like. Do you see what I'm getting at? Though? I, I do. I do see what you're getting at, and I think though that. The, visitors to have a place are not making up the fabric of that place. Right. They're not, they're like, I, th- I mean, I think they are. Yeah. But I mean, you made a, you made a spot, right? You, you left, I left a nudie mag in, in like, I, I left a nudie mag in the forest mm-hmm. and all of the teenage boys in the neighborhood now go to that spot in the forest because that nudie mag is there. Why did you do that? Because I'm, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the list because I'm lust, I'm wrath, wrath. Okay. I'm going with wrath. Okay, okay. But you see what I'm saying? Like, does that necessary because I make a spot where it's going to be like zoom, and they're all going to go there? Mm-hmm. Does that then make me the, the 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 catalyst for all of the seven deadly sins? That's temptation. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's it's it's the the responsibility of the visitors that go there that make up those. Seven deadly sins, right? Because they exist. I mean, if we're going and and here I am, I'm touting touting the line of uh, the religious right, but we all know from guys like Pat Robertson and guys like you know Rick Santorum and all these others mm-hmm. that within every single one of us is the uh, the capability and uh, the potential, if you will, mm-hmm. to to be lustful gluttonous awful murderous horrible things and it's only through you know the saving grace of jesus that we're not because that's our base nature is to be all those things right 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 yeah so you give it you you put that casino there that strip club there whoever goes there i'm not saying that they're not without fault and i'm not saying that they're not that 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 isn't part of the problem but i do think that it's weird that it's hard to say that las vegas it's hard to compare Las Vegas to other cities in this regard. Totally, right? because like, it's, it's like if you didn't take that out of the factor, like if you didn't make it just about the residents, then yeah, you're probably right. It would be. It'd be like City. saying that, but like by but by leaps and bounds, like so far beyond. So I think it's more interesting that it's to kind not. of take that out of the equation, look right. at just the residents, because that's basically all any other city has to like. As far as like, yeah, unless it's like Honolulu or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, by that standard. Okay. And I don't know if you really want to guess or if I should just go for it. Do you want to guess? Well, I'm guessing it's a real shithole. <laughs> and I'm, I would guess that it's... I would guess it's not coastal either. Mm. It's, it is coastal? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? I'm just going to say it. I mean, I'm just going to say it in a sentence. Okay. It looks... Because <laughs> this is a great sentence. It looks peaceful enough in this shot, but somewhere in St. Louis, <laughs> all seven deadly sins are being committed right now. <laughs> Meet me in St. Louis. Oh, I mean, you know, really? I mean, really? Again, I I feel yeah. like that it's skewed. I do because I think that that residence thing is the huge difference. Yeah, I'm fine with. There's that. no way that St. Louis has more gluttonous people in it. Then, Have you ever been to St. Louis? Well, I'm saying, but comparing that, I've been, I've stood in line at buffets in Las Vegas There's before. There's some serious fatties in no, St. I Louis. I don't doubt it, but like, 
more than the amount of like whales sitting on rascals tooling around through casinos. Sure. Now you're just being you're just being combative. <laughs> now you're just being combative. I don't know. I I I do. I think feel... it's interesting though. Like to think that if you take the visitors out of the equation, what right, is that? What is that it, city? It, what it says like? is that all of that, all of those services that have been that are there. Right. That exists for all these tourists who right. come to, to Las Vegas. It doesn't spill over into the population as much as you would think. Right. It doesn't make them doesn't turn as them gluttonous, into as sinful. Probably, right? probably because it's, it's, I can only imagine how awful it probably is on a regular I basis. Doubt locals are like going down to the strip all the time. Oh, yeah. And I'm they sure when they avoid it like the plague. And when they probably have to, they're like, oh, it, God, it would, so gross. It's like driving past Temple Square. Yeah. You stay away. Yeah. Because you know that some random night of the week, i.e. tonight, for no possible reason, there's going to be 20,000 Mormons crossing the street. Yeah, it's true. Although I will say that if they had a couple of slot machines and a couple of titty bars, I would probably end up over at Temple Square a lot more often. (laughs) Yeah, probably. It wouldn't just I just be... wanted the opportunity to say titty bar on your podcast. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. Thanks. Classing it up. Yeah. Really no, classing I, it I up. I appreciate it. You know, I always do. Uh, yes, yes. All right. Um, so that was the sinful city. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have one that follows up with that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is America's most saintly city? And this one might be far less obvious as far as like what is the obvious answer because they're presenting it the same way right of like this this like oh it's so obvious which one's the same what would be the obvious answer though (laughs) you want to know well well well, but you're saying that it is sort of a trick question thing because it isn't obvious or well i don't think it's obvious what is the criteria that they're using to come up with that is it they just do like did they just reverse engineer this test basically like yeah, the one no, with almost... the lowest amount of mm-hmm. the... It's actually, it was done by the same people. And this is the the reverse of it. So but this is the same rules that David Fincher came up with when he wrote Seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. But not. But in things. reverse. Yeah. Right. So the cities that are not those things are... So this is the Morgan Freeman to Brad Pitt. Yes. Brad Pitt being St. Louis. Sure. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. I know. I'm just trying to play by the rules. <laughs> Trying to play by uh, religionnews.com's rules. Okay. Um, and this is on christianitytoday.com. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, you know. So for them, uh, they're, it all, was, they're all drinking from for the them, same trough. It was obvious that Colorado Springs should be the most saintly city. <laughs> the right. Can you says, go to the. Hold on. Sorry. Can you go to the writer's bio who is totally from Colorado Springs? <laughs> I mean,. It, we do know that it is, you know, evangelical have haven. Right. right. Like, they love it. Right. They love Colorado Springs. I, there I, are so many evangelical churches. I mean, it is, it's like, it's crazy town. No, I had no Did idea. Did you not know that? Okay. Why? Why, I have why no would I know that? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you don't do this podcast. So. <laughs> Strangely, I just know that. I'm like, yeah, of course it's called. Colorado Springs. <laughs> so it was obvious for me. Um, that seems the, their headline says, to me. Sorry, Colorado Springs. Again, America's most saintly city is. Uh, drum what roll. Think? What do you think? Hmm. If I had to. Uh, 
St. Louis. <laughs> no, clearly not. Um, well, I just figured there's two different websites, so there's a chance that some wires got crossed. Mm. Um, God, I mean, I don't. I'm awful at these kind of games. I, I guess. I mean, what what size of cities are they going for here? Like what? Like how big? There are small cities and there are large cities. It's all American cities. And this is lowest amount over. I'd say probably a hundred thousand. Lowest at a of these. lowest amount of of murders of. Of uh, and this thefts. is a per capita, and lowest obesity rate, and lowest, right? Waco, Texas. Really? No. Oh, not even on the list. Oh damn! There was a time when it was. Go bigger. Go with a bigger city. <sighs> bigger city. Yeah. Is it in the? Is it in the West? Mm-mm. Midwest. I don't know. I'm at a total loss. Give me. Go for a big city. New York. Yeah. Can you believe it? I know I was dead air there, but my jaw was actually just open. <laughs> New York is number one. Shut up. Followed by Gilbert, Arizona. What? What the hell is Gilbert, <laughs> I Arizona? I have no clue. Fremont, California, Glendale, California, Chula Vista, California, Chandler, Arizona, Colorado Springs, Colorado. <laughs> Hold on. Chandler, Arizona. You've never been to Chandler? Gilbert. Is Gilbert These are in Arizona? Towns. Is Gilbert in Arizona? Just live, healthy people. <laughs> All four of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the problem, right? If you well, if you're, if number one is New York and number two is Gilbert, it's per capita. Yeah, but I mean, how much? How many strip clubs can there be if there's literally like fifteen people that live in the town? No, that's fair. That is fair. I bet the Elmo, Utah, has a really low crime rate because they don't even have but a they're gas not on the station. List. Why not? Because they don't have a gas station, right? Like, there's enough. <laughs> there's enough. People in Gilbert, Arizona. I'm looking up Gilbert, Arizona right now just to put this to rest. Gilbert and Snow. But by that, Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, there's a temple in Gilbert, Arizona. That's why I made the list. Yeah. No, um, there are people, 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 town. Yeah, it's 200,000 people. It's a sizable community. (laughs) In Gilbert. In Gilbert. But it's number two on the list. So 200,000 people versus New York City, which has. Like, I mean, just the city itself. What, like 8 million? And then there's all the surrounds. Yeah, so how can they possibly, like, I just don't understand how anybody, how any statistician would waste their time on, on this. On Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm just reading the story. <laughs> so... I'm not if sure you want to stick like, in the mud, but I'm just saying. If you want to like question, I mean, you were fine with the other list. No, it wasn't. I oh, called wait. bullshit on it too. Actually, those are all major cities on the other list. The sinful cities, right? They're all major. Yeah, and you, I mean, and the smallest one is probably like, Buffalo, New York. Yeah, and here you are with like you know Gilbert, Arizona, and Skagaganoy, Nevada. But and... isn't that telling that it's the small <laughs> places? It's the heartland. Yeah, except, Actually, there's not a single one from the heartland. Yeah. Well, but that's all real America still. 
Yeah, there's strip clubs everywhere. Have you ever driven through Texas? Oh my god, it is so it's so gross. Yeah, and like all you're trying to do is just get gas, and you're like, honestly, how many more adult bookstores can there possibly be out here? <laughs> how many? No kidding. Live booths. Mm-hmm. Ugh, blah, blah. And then, right. like drive-through margarita stands. <laughs> you know, like come on, drive-through margarita you're, stands. No, I, I saw that. Ugh, that's really. I'm gross. pretty sure that was Texas. Okay. Uh, Could have been Mississippi. No, it wasn't Mississippi. I think it was Texas. All right. I got one here. Mm-hmm. This was really interesting because I started it going, aha, and then and then it, it, it kind of got a little weird here. Oh, okay. How faith can affect therapy. Okay. Okay. So uh, a group of researchers uh, in Massachusetts uh, enrolled 159 men and women into a cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy um, program. Okay. Um, and, and it basically on average, you had t- 10 day long sessions of group therapy, uh, along with individual counseling and sometimes medication, depending on what, what people's situations were. Okay. And these are people who are already, uh, um, over half of them already suffering from severe anxiety, bipolar disorder, disorder, depression, yada, yada, all this. Right. Oh, okay. Sure. So, they were all asked to rate their spirituality mm. by answering the question, to what extent do you believe in God? And then based upon that, out of this 159 people, they were able to start to kind of create a, a, a control group. And you know what I mean? They're like basically putting together this idea of like, okay, we know that these people are the ones who are religious and the people who aren't. Oh, and sure. Okay. Over the course of mm-hmm. the therapy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... Patients who had higher levels of belief in God demonstrated more effects of treatment. They seemed to get more bang for their buck. With higher belief? I would think it would get in the way. But I thought so too. But think about this. This is uh, what um, David uh, um, Rosmarin, okay. uh, the psychologist who is the, the lead author on this study. Okay. Um this makes sense when he says it. Patients who had more faith in God also had more faith in treatment. They were more likely to believe that the treatment would help them, and they were more likely to see it as credible and real. That is crazy town. Isn't that weird? I would totally think the opposite. I would think that they would question it. That they would be they're relying too strongly on sort of, you know, man-made. Man, yeah, man's mm. man's wisdom versus. I mean, are these people who are, is there some coupling of, you know, religious practice with the therapy? Like, are they, no, are no. they like having a prayer with their therapist or some weird thing? That's really interesting. Well, and the, and is it, is it more sort of than that? The, the, the less religious people question, oh, they're probably more questioning of authority. Possibly. So well, they're questioning. That, it, so that's the other thing they said here is uh, of the 56 people who expressed the strongest belief in God, 27 also had very high expectations for the treatment, while nine had very low expectations. Oh, okay. So I think what it is is that if you believe in a benevolent God and you are suffering from mental illness, which let's be fair, the two have something to do with each other, but. but but not fair in this context. <laughs> right, exactly. You also have the less right. less religious group. But 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 I think the idea is is that that if you believe in a benevolent God, then then you would be more likely to think 
God wants me to be happy. I, I do all these other things so well mm. that I believe things are going to go my way. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Then maybe somebody who's like, well, my brain's kind of broken and I guess we'll see if this helps. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, like, may, and maybe there is a skeptical nature to it, but maybe there is also just like a, a, a realistic nature to it because let, let's be fair. They didn't continue then to follow these people over the course of the rest of their lives. Right. They may have left this particular training session mm. feeling more optimistic right. because they are, are already in this sort of like headspace of optimism because they're, they believe that there's a God out there that wants them to be that wants to save them because they're doing all of whatever it is right, that right. they do every day to be good not necessarily Christians, but good religious people right. in their context. Right. Right. Weird. It's kind of weird when you start thinking about it that way though, huh? Yeah. Well, you never think about like, you don't usually think about religious people in therapy. No. In fact, I, I, I think, I, I mean, I seem to recall there being some, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, I, I wouldn't um, know. Cause I don't listen. To I know. It. Which is why I'm having to explain the whole thing. <laughs> um, the, the, <laughs> but the, no, that, this that there like, was a hesitation, <laughs> right? Right. And, and that there was a lower percentage or lower rate of of um, religious folks seeking out therapy. Sure. Right. Sure. Or some something along those lines. That there was more this sense that you, you can pray it away. Right. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, and, yeah. And so there's, there's a lot less reliance on well, it. Well, it becomes and a so failure it, if you it, have to seek out uh, in a way, professional help. Yeah, right? but in a way, it's like the sample is almost tainted, right, in a way. Because you have religious people who have somehow overcome their own reticence to to mm, to, to, to have, be willing to go yeah, to... Yeah, these are really willing participants. Whereas with the, the, the non-religious or the less religious participants in this study probably came to it with but that doesn't make sense either that they came to with it with a little bit more trust or something that they sought out on their own i don't know it, i mean it, it I just seems like it, it's hard to compare the two somehow to me that's really interesting i i guess because i didn't, I didn't think hesitation. about it that way but you, but you are right so you that, i have a that... broader spectrum of sort of trust in the um in, in therapy from right. the atheists or the non-believers right, right? Or the less religious, as it was calling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but it was the, a sliding the, scale. the religious folk are... They're anomalous. They're, they're, they're the anomalous. ones who, who... who They're not the ones who wouldn't believe in it. Or right. Who wouldn't well, trust that's it. what I'm saying. They're, like, they're the ones who, who, for whatever reason, do already. Which is totally They've anomalous already, because yeah. you're talking about people that are religious and have somehow gone over that curb to yeah. say, yes, I will seek professional help. Yeah. That is weird. So I, I wonder if there isn't something already just wrong with the sample. There might be. I don't know. It does make you start to think more about that idea, though, of, of, of I think, of belief in general, because I, I think if you are not necessarily someone that's prone to magical thinking, but I think if you're someone that's that is in any way prone to the idea. Cause like this, I, I, I feel like I myself battle this all the time, which is I find myself not wildly superstitious. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, you know, I'm not like throw the salt over the shoulder or anything like that. But you know, I, I see a shrink now and again. And, and I remember talking to him about this where I was like, he's like, well, what's like one of your big anxieties? I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm like driving, on an icy road and I, it, it totally is in my head that I'm like, you know, things have been going so good 
that if I was going to kick the bucket, it would probably happen now because like shit's been been pretty up wow. for a while, you know. And he, wow, are you you and Woody Allen? Yeah. Oh God, right. <laughs> And he goes, and it was really funny because he looked at me, he's like, I thought you said that you were like, you and your wife were like agnostic borderline atheists. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, you realize that you're talking about an architect when you say that you're talking about an architect. And I was like, yeah, I guess I am, but I can't shake never good stuff. It's never good stuff. It's never, it's never, oh, well, if there is something, if there is a watchmaker out there, like, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he thinks I'm a pretty cool dude. It's always me you know, again, like driving along and being like, boy, I really shouldn't have made that nun joke before I <laughs> left the bar. Cause now I think that, uh, if I was going to, now the nun God is going to come out. Uh, yeah. But I, but I, but I find myself doing that. And, and so it is this like belief, disbelief or, or ability to feel, you know, cause you wish, you wish for things. Oh, I really wish that this thing would happen or I hope this goes well. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the more magical your belief system the more ability that you feel like you somehow have control over that, whether it's through karma or whether through it's praying or mm. whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if yeah. you were to, yeah. So do you feel like that as a, like, like staunch atheist, you don't think those things or how do you rec- reconcile when you do think those things, when you do think like, <sighs> I mean, do you ever feel I, like I don't that? Think that I have the things are going to, too good for me right now one really yeah no okay when things are going when things are going really nicely in my you just life, enjoy it i just i think i have the ability to sit back and enjoy it now i do find ways to self-sabotage <laughs> but that's a whole nother right <laughs> like i'm my own worst enemy right when it comes to my <laughs> my success you'd be having an life. awesome time if you could just get the hell out of your way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah i mean sure. what i'm really waiting for is me to screw up I guess it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Once uh, you say that, I mean, it, it's not really a conscious thing, but, but yeah, I think, I think that's, I mean, I'm not sitting there going, wow, I'm doing really well right now. When am I going to screw this, screw this shit up? Like, that's not really the thought, right? but it's like, I think what I'm saying is that like, it takes me to screw this up. Right. Not the universe screwing yeah, this up for yeah. you. I think that like, I'm, I'm I'm not waiting for the universe to do anything. God, I don't think I realized it until I said it out loud just now, but that might be the thing that makes me agnostic rather than full-blown atheist. Is for some reason I can't sh- I can't totally let go of that idea. So it's really hard for me to let go of that idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean this this whole time I've been trying to conjure up this um study that was done where it was like god, what was the details of it? It was something about um people they, they they hooked people up to these like like the the skin the the stress right tester thing right, right? And it, like to test like to test your responses similar mm-hmm. to maybe like a lie detector or something like sure, that sure sure um and then they had people basically say things like um like like tempting god sort of things like um something about like a plane crashing into your house like like asking like asking god to crash a plane into your house and to test people's reaction and they actually found that a lot of atheists had had this like really bad reaction right just like believers do and so the but the gist of the whole study was well there actually are no atheists and it's like well no there's something about asking the universe in general to do something bad. bad right right 
And that, and it's kind of a hard thing to get over. And I've, I've thought through that a few times of like inviting bad into your life. Totally. That's exactly dude. And I, and I go through that. I think I told you about this once and you laughed so like heartily when I told you that I was like, "Uh." because I was like, wow, that was a lot crazier of a thought than I think I thought. But, but it's, it's this thing where it's like, I, I, okay. So for example, this house that we live in now, Mm -hmm. right. We moved into it like two and a half years ago. Right. And, and I realize at times like how crazy my brain is because we had to move out of our old house for a myriad of reasons. We mm-hmm. couldn't stay. We had to go. Right. And of course there was like the concerns of like, boy, I hope the landlord's cool. And I hope that like our next door neighbors aren't assholes and all these things in that bag of worries. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. <laughs> I, there was a part of me that was like, I really hope our house isn't haunted. <laughs> And I realize how insane that sounds, but it was like this deep seated little kid part of me that was like, cause, and I say that and here, okay. And hear, hear me out, hear me out. No, hold on, hold on. I say that having gone and done remodel work in houses before that uh-huh. I got like really, really bad feelings from. It's not like I saw like ghosts or anything right. like that, but I just got really, really bad feelings from right. houses that I went and worked in before where I'm like, and I, you know, I'm not going to get all like weird and mystical, but I'm like, I feel like something really bad happened here uh. and I don't know what that is. And it's probably just in me and I'm probably projecting something, but it was really hard for me to shake that in yeah. any way. And again, like I'm not going like full Latoya Jackson where it was like, there was a spirit and here it was its name. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to say like, I worked in places where I'm like, I cannot wait to get the fuck out of here because the, I just, I do not feel good right. about being in here. And like, it's those two rooms over there in particular, just gross and it feels really? weird and I don't like being there. Huh. Well, yeah. A bunch of times there's I mean, several tell places. Me that and I get the willies. Just yeah. the thought. Well, know, and like, like an apartment that, that burned up and uh, had this guy that was a shut in that lived in it and he died there. And like they had, con- they had uh, floated concrete floors cause they were condos. Right. Mm, okay. And so he had fallen off of his bed when he died. And so they could never get the outline of his body out of the concrete. So they Mm. cut the spot out. So I'm working there by myself for two months. And every time I have to go into that damn bedroom, right there in the corner is the big cutout spot in the concrete. And it's it's, creepy. And it's creepy. But that's what I'm saying is it's like there's this vibe that that I find come over me where I'm just like. But are you, I mean, like, are you worried about his soul? Like. Like no, I jumping can't. out of the hole no. at you or something. <laughs> no, my imagination is not that vivid. <laughs> Thank God. But, apparently. Yeah, really. But but it's just like a bad feeling where I'm just like, huh. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And like, yeah, there's there's the but, I mean, visceral some, part of it that's bad gross. happened in that room. Right. And so I mean, you have a negative reaction, a negative association with sure. that room. But I, but then, uh, the, what, what, so is it just my imagination and the ones not to be like, the, the episode of uh, Thank God I'm Atheist where Frank had to convince Adam that he wasn't psychic. <laughs> it's not that, right? You are not Bruce Willis. I'm not Haley Joel Osment. But I am saying... <laughs> but I am saying, what if we were? No, I, I'm just saying that 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 it, for whatever stupid reason... Mm-hmm. And it is hard for me because when somebody says to me, so that means you believe in an architect. So that means that you believe mm-hmm. in some kind of, of sentient something happening right. here. I don't. But does that mean that in that grab bag of worries to move into this house, one of them wasn't that my house would be haunted? I can't say that it wasn't. And I realize, I realize how stupid that is going to sound to your right, listeners. Right. And, but I'm being honest. Well, I mean. So that, that you're, test you're, you're talking, talking about, about I totally you're hoping understand. that the house has no bad juju. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, guess. I, I don't I don't believe in juju, but I believe in it as sort of like this idea of like, ooh, this place is creepy. Yeah. And you can't you know? put your finger on it. Good right. neighborhood. Yeah. It's been recently painted, new sure. furnace, I mean, but I, for some reason I, you're I, like, I can't live here. I know that, but like, is there, when you say this, are you, do you believe that if it were haunted, that means that there's like dead people's spirits there? No, I don't go anywhere that far. Although I will say that if I were to, if we had moved in here and the first handful of months, it was bad vibe after bad vibe, just not the right environment. Right. I I would deal with however big of a pain in the ass it would have been. And I would have moved out. Even though there's like no poltergeist stuff, no right? Poltergeist there's no stuff. like kid with his helmet on sliding across the floor. <laughs> Like, there's none of that. Craig D. Nelson doesn't live here. Right. Right. Um, I, I think I still would. I remember really? Abby. Abby had an apartment that we had to like get no, out of, that we totally moved out of. because no slamming doors in the night. No. No. Like, no. like, like so weird, here's a, clinking uh, I know we're going that you like, can't explain. No, I love this. this I mean, if it, was, if it was that stuff, then, like, my God, yes. But, okay, so for... <laughs> God, yes, you'd move out or oh, stay to find out what happens? No, I don't care. I don't want to find out. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't, I don't need to... I don't need to find. I'm not curious enough to find out. Just don't don't scare me. I don't need to get scared. And I mean, obviously, and your listeners don't know me. Like, I'm a pretty big dude, and uh-huh. like, I work regularly with like attempted murderers, right? Like, right. I work with like in a dangerous environment. Right. That shit never scares me. Right. What scares me? <laughs> I don't know. But but I Abby had an apartment when we were very first dating, and you know. We always call it the haunted apartment, but it's not, it wasn't that there's just a really, really awful feeling there hmm. that was constant. And both of us would, would just got really depressed when we would be That's there. So, yeah. And, and the, the only weird thing that ever happened with that was I was like, do you ever just get like a, do you, do you, have you ever felt comfortable here? And she's like, no. And I don't know why. And I was like, and I didn't want to say anything to her cause I didn't want to like freak her out. Right. But I'm like. When you're ever standing in the living room, do you ever feel like out of the corner of your eye to the right? She's like, someone's standing in the kitchen. And I was like, Ew. yes. And I was like, and then when you're in the kitchen, she goes, you think somebody's standing in the living room? And I'm like, yes. So there's something weird about the way the light was in the... Or like, something, or just like some shadowy, something, whatever. Something bad. And yeah. the only way that I could ever describe it, I remember I found this in it, because both Abby and I are like nuts when it comes to old, like Victorian era ghost story mm-hmm. books. Like mm-hmm. we both just rapidly eat up sure. all these short right. stories in there. There's one called Parlor Room, Parlor Room at the Red Lodge. Okay. It's written in like 1890, whatever. But the guy in it, right, he's describing like, ooh, the, the, the haunted uh, lodge that we stayed at. Uh-huh. But the way that he described it in this, in this one passage was every time that we would get home and we'd open the door, we felt like we were interrupting something. Ew. Okay. That yeah, something in that's... the room took a huge deep breath and would hold it until we finally left again. <laughs> and I was like, "So it's all the toys in Toy Story." Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I know. Yeah. Exactly. It's supposed to be cute, and instead, it's terrifying. But uh-huh. I showed Abby that passage in that book, and she was like, "Oh my God, that's exactly what it feels like here. We got to get the fuck out of here." And we did. Like we broke our lease, went through all this crap. Shut up. And I rented it to my friend Levi without telling him. And. Did he ever nope. report anything about nope. it? But he also says he's he says that he's like the easy chick at the end of the night at a party. He's like, I want to see stuff so bad that all the ghosts are like, eh, don't do it now. <laughs> no, go find somebody. Go find somebody with really uh, uh, solid beliefs and uh-huh. let's fuck their life up. Right, 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 right. This guy wants it. Yeah. Don't don't do it. So I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. About 
this uh was it last just this last weekend just this last weekend um i went down to st george for a little friends weekend mm. one of my friends has um their his parents have um they call it the condo this thing is like not a big condo. <laughs> big fancy townhouse right you know um there's like 12 townhouses and they all have like they share a swimming pool type thing right right, right, right. and nobody lives there it's all just people it's all just rich people from salt lake who you know god how drive would, down how would it be right okay. how could it possibly sorry i was trying <laughs> oh. to do this quietly i'm drinking a beer everyone so i just have to uh, sorry normally this is a sober podcast i'm so sorry I will... we're at my house it's friday night <laughs> i was trying to do it so quietly and i'm like there's no, there's no way. way so we, i better i was at least mention it instead sure. of like just a lone can open somewhere in the distance <laughs> was that a ghost <laughs> uh, but anyways no so we're super nice you know condo condo um and uh it's it was the first night and you know i mean i don't i don't i don't buy any like right. ghost stories and blah 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 and right. this place is like what maybe six years old like what shit has gone down in this house <laughs> but i like that that's a go-to wait but i like okay hold on because because you just you started off with like the perfect atheist like you know staunch stringent like there's nothing it's uh-huh. zero flat line and then you're like Plus, it's only like six years old, so it's not like but it's, it's like a, on an ancient it's like a Indian new house, ground. so that like the floorboards don't squeak, right? You know that kind of right, stuff. Right, there's right, right, there's right, nothing. Right. There's nothing that kind caveat, of like. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so I it's the first night, and the whole thing with this group of friends going down to St. George would be um, drunken crazy weekend, right? Right. Like it, right. It is, right. We're there to lay lay out at the pool and to just have a good time. And, uh, and so anyways, I don't even know how drunk I am, but I've gone back, I've gone to bed, I've gone up in the middle of the night and the, the bathroom that I think I'm supposed to have access to the outer door to that like bedroom area is all closed off. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go wandering in there like that. No, that's not right. And so I go down the stairs and blah, blah, blah. And I go around to this, this one that's kind of this bathroom that's kind of tucked off in the corner. Okay. And I'm in there, and for whatever reason, when I was going to the bathroom, I didn't close the door all the way, right? Okay. And as I am, am uh, let's see, I, I'd, I'd finished up, and I was uh, washing my hands, because I'm, I'm good that way. And uh, in the corner of my eye, I see um, the light from the hallway do like it was like it was as though somebody walked between the light the the little um night light down way at the end of the hall okay and the door like at, like twice okay back and forth and for a minute i mean we're talking total <laughs> flutter i was like oh, what was yeah, that? Yeah, but then i was like well wait a second it was just somebody in the house right because so, there's a bunch of people in the house right right there were a ton of people in the okay. house and so, like, I kind of go out and I look around, and there was nobody. They have a cat. No, and this is this would have to be a six foot tall cat, okay? <laughs> Which is actually scarier than Which a ghost. Which is terrifying. <laughs> um, and then, like, but okay. I have a rational mind, right? Like, and I, so what? So what is your rational mind? I'm drunk off my ass. That's my rational reaction. Oh, yeah, okay. I have a flutter out of the corner of my eye. My vision is screwy. Okay, okay. Right? Okay. Like, it wasn't like I was looking directly at it. This was something in the corner of my eye. Right? Right. But if I were a believing person, right. that would have been a presence. 
Well, don't you think? You know like, what I mean? I was trying to like uh, uh, when we were first started talking about this. I was trying to find on 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 online, and I can't find it. But I don't. I can't remember who the quote is attributed to. But but I, I love it. And they it, it was a it was a writer. Is this woman? And she had said, you know, I don't believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. But come back in the middle of the night when I'm alone in the house and ask me and I might have a different answer for you. And, and I think a lot of that goes into imagination and that's just, is like, I'm not the kind of person where I'm like, well, I think like want, like trying to go out of my way to, I mean, granted I do like, I mean, I look at my house, like it looks like it's Halloween all year. Like I love, you know, spooky Mm -hmm. stuff. I love horror movies. I love all that kind of stuff. And, And it's not that I have some like super solid belief in that. And I love what you're getting at here, which is this idea of, it was a flutter at the corner of my eye. And yeah, for a second I was like, but then I was just like, okay, you know, that's what it is. I'm super drunk. That's why. Right. And I totally understand that. And, and I, yeah, I guess it's like, I don't know. I don't know why. I think part of it's just, I I have an issue with anxiety. And so Mm -hmm. like I can, it doesn't matter how much my rational mind tells me the way that the world is. There's a part of my brain somewhere deep down that's convinced someday all that shit that you think that you know mm-hmm. is is going to get blown right out of the water and, yeah. and change everything for you. Like, and whatever that means, that doesn't necessarily mean hmm. like you're going to see a ghost or whatever, but and we've talked about this before too. It's like if my wife doesn't answer the phone or she's 10 minutes late, I'm like, well, a murderer killed her. Right. <laughs> like I'm like, that's, a, I, I, I'm immediately there. Right where you go. Right there. The comedian Mark Marin talked about that. He's like, don't get me wrong. I like kids. Every time my girlfriend talks about having one, I'm always like, oh, we had a baby. Oh, my God, I killed it. Right? right. Like that's right. the immediate go-to is that I've killed the baby. <laughs> now what do I do? Right. And, and it, so I do think maybe it's partially anxiety or something that, that, that sparks this magical thinking that I hate. I don't right. want it. I don't want the superstition or well, the but don't you think that, karma or any of that. Yeah, like, no. And, and there's obviously going to always be that reaction and that feeling and, and whatnot. But like, it just seems like we would be hardwired to be afraid of the bump in the night. You know what I mean? Like, oh, totally. From no, an yeah, evolutionary yeah, yeah. Yes, perspective, yes. it makes so much sense to hear sounds in the night and to feel a yeah. certain amount of fear. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what they say. I mean, they, they talk about uh, sleep disorders as being that. That, hmm. that, that uh, you know, and I, I see it with my dogs. It's like, it can be middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And if I even so much as, like, move a piece of paper... My my uh, healer just opens his eyes and looks at me. And what they say is that <laughs> that that um, it was on a, a episode of Radio Lab I had heard a couple of years ago that that many predatory animals and also just animals who uh, have lots of predators right um, are actually able to let one hemisphere of the brain sleep at a time. Whoa! Yeah, really. So that they're always able to do that. They're always able to just like open up their eyes and immediately take action if they need to. They're not fully cognizant, right. but they're, they're relatively are. And so th- those sleep disorders, so things like um, sleep terror or night terrors, right. Uh-huh. And sleepwalking and these different things are, are vestigial uh, artifacts left over hmm. that we no longer use anymore because we live inside of houses and we don't right. have to be afraid of predators the way that we used to. Right. And so I agree that like, yeah, I, I have no doubt that like, uh, uh, attention to detail when it's the middle of the night and there's a bump mm-hmm. is not totally valid, but it's just, I don't know. 
Yeah. It's a weird thing. I just think that superstitious sort of magical thinking. I, I mean, I don't know. I was raised Mormon. Maybe it's a leftover. Oh, no. I think plenty of things yeah. remain. It's hard to shake it all off. It is hard. You it's know? really hard. Like, you, and I would never argue you, belief of these things, but, right. but they're just in there. They're floating you, around. You've, you've processed one aspect of your, of your cosmology. Right. 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 Which is there's no God. Right. But it doesn't mean that like everything automatically just fits into place yeah. in your brain after you've, you've, you've come to that conclusion. Yeah. There's still things that you're going to have to process out. It's like my younger brother, you know, he, uh, he went on a mission, he did all that stuff and he became an atheist while he was in medical school. Mm-hmm. And he even says, he's like, you know, I got into psychiatry in part because there is still a very agnostic part of me. Um, that doesn't want to just go do surgery because it's like the surgeons are people that are like, you know, the second I cut this person open, I know exactly what I'm going to see in there. Hmm. And if I don't see what I'm supposed to see, then something's wrong. And he's like, whereas uh, psychiatry is a much more fluid uh, practice, right? Like there, there is, uh, it's, it has the ability to be mercurial. It has the ability to change and alter. And every person that you meet yeah, there's going to be certain things that seem certain ways, but there's going to be other aspects that are different, right? Right. And there's not, I mean, guesswork is, is the most awful way to put it, but, you know, there's just more, uh, there's more ability to use your intuition and there's more ability for wonder and for imagination than there is in a lot of surgery, than there is in a lot of the more sort of, because they, and it makes sense if you think about it, they're, they're like, diag, you know, diagnostics. Right. Like it's like it's like it's like being a great mechanic. Right. You pop open the hood and you know what it should look like and what it should sound like. And if it doesn't do those two things, oh, something's something's wrong. Right. 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 Um, and so you don't need belief or or you don't need or you do need belief. You yeah. need you need perfect belief. Huh. Right. Huh. That this heart is like that heart is like that heart. Right. right sort right. of a weird idea. And, and yeah. he still has that same leftover sense of wonder or imagination where he wants to be able to, to delve a little bit more. Mm. So I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. And I, I think it's funny to live in a state where there's so many of us that are trying to climb our way out of mm-hmm. belief structures yeah. and figure out what that means. You know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no, know. massive tangent. That, yeah. But no, it was a, it was a good one. It so was, I don't, I don't, but, but just one. to, just to change the subject. Yeah. Um, so are you familiar with what a pink mass is? I had never heard this pink mass, pink mass as it mass, like Catholic mass, but (laughs) for some reason in my head, I was like, like they've done, you know, you've went through the MRI scan and they're like, we have a pink mass. I don't think we have to be worried about it. (laughs) Follow my finger. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Pink mass. Is it? Um, uh, No, I don't know. I'm not. I mean, we, we could probably guess at it, but we're, we're not going to. Um, pink mass. Um, well, okay. Let me back up a little bit. Um, <laughs> actually, let me just read the headline. I'll just do it. Pink mass has made Westboro Baptist Church founders mom gay in afterlife, Satanists claim. Okay, so let's... Can we do, yeah. Can I say it again? Pink Mass mm-hmm. has made Westboro Baptist Church founders mom, the mother, the mother of the, the founder founders. of the Westboro Baptist Church, has made his mom gay in the afterlife. 
Satanists claim. So this... <laughs> still There's a lot going on here. It There's is. a lot going on here. So what happened was, you're familiar with the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, yes, of course. Fred Phelps. Fred Phelps, right? yeah. Okay. Uh, these are the God hates fags folks. Yeah. Um, well, a group of Satanists got together, and they decided they were going to go to the grave site of Fred Phelps' mother and perform a ritual called a pink mass um, in order to turn her gay for all eternity. <laughs> okay. So um, this is... This I don't is, even... I can't. So the Satanic Temple website uh, says, upon completion of the pink mass ceremony, Catherine Johnston is now gay in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred Phelps is obligated to believe that his mother is now gay. And if beliefs are invo- uh, um rights, uh, nobody has the right to challenge our right to believe that Fred Phelps believes that his mother is now gay. Whoa, wait. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, hold on. So they, so they're, <laughs> this is some meta, meta oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, so, so they're okay. saying we, so it, it, we you can just believe. establish a belief. Right. So I get to believe right. that you believe that my dog is Jesus. Yes. And you can't take that away from me, that right. I believe that you believe that my dog is Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. You remember when uh, <laughs> when we worked together and we found that uh, uh, third world farmer game? Oh, and yeah. we would just sit and play it and play it and play it and shout out to one another at each of their desks like, now I have cable. I have 14 <laughs> cows. Right? We were t- we totally missed the point of the game. We missed the, the point of the game. Yeah, yeah, we tried doing Third World we- Tycoon, which is not a real game. <laughs> but But we were constantly yelling to each other about all the things that we had. Right. None of it was real. None right. of it even remotely existed. Right. That's the exact same thing that's happening here is that like – they did this, mm-hmm. and they spent time. Oh yeah, time, real time they, doing this. They traveled to Mississippi to get to the gravesite, and they could. They're from New York, right? Folks. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just, of course they are. Yeah, <laughs> um, they could have done nothing, mm-hmm. and and it would have had the exact same result. Yeah, except this has a picture, <laughs> right? There's photographic evidence that this happened. So Fred Phelps, what happened? That what happened? That they performed a ceremony. That a bunch of assholes with no time on their hand, with her, so much time at on her gravesite. They performed a ceremony at her gravesite. What was the ceremony? So okay, so so okay, this is how it works. <laughs> um, the first time that they performed it, they did it twice. Okay, once with two men, two gay men, and once with two lesbians. Okay. Um, and okay. they, let me just double check. They had them. Oh shoot. Where is it? I read the description earlier. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I get this right. Um, there's something about how they, they do. I know they kiss over the, the, the headstone. Okay. And there's a man wearing some devil's horns. Um, oh my. Oh, do I you see the it. picture. Yeah, and he is actually. I mean, I, I just right out of the gates. Yeah, I, I might be having a hard time believing that these two women are lesbians because we are clear, they too we, attractive. No. <laughs> For the record, everyone, 
the gay man in the room said that. <laughs> Just putting that out there. I believe our audience knows okay. that I make lesbian jokes, okay. but I don't believe them. No. <laughs> I don't believe these jokes at all. Okay. I've met gorgeous lesbians. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful lipstick lesbians. Now we're heading off topic. No, the reason why is because there's obviously some kind of Satanist dude behind them pushing their heads together, which makes for a truly disturbing photo, actually. Right, right, right. Oh, whoa. Did did you read the part about the penis? No, I got it to now, but I I do love this... uh, this headpiece that he's wearing that he's wearing he oh, yeah. sort of looks like uh um, it's horned it's this yeah this big long horn that he looks yeah. like uh loki from the avengers yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. um but then after they he performs this he officiates the ceremonies and more then puts his penis of... on johnston's grave <laughs> oh there's a picture of that let's let's call. is there I don't know. It it there was a oh sh- hot it says not safe for work. Obviously, yeah. I, I'm not at work, <laughs> and this isn't a work computer, so it's fine. Oh wow, yeah. He he. Yep. Yeah. Seriously. Do you, yeah. Do you need to see? Do you need to see that? I don't know that I need to see it. Oh, interesting. That's his penis. He's be- look at the expression on his face. He's not performing a religious ceremony. No. These people... To be fair, it's not his penis either. It's his testicles. He's rested them on top in what I believe is referred to as teabagging. He, sure. He's teabagging a grave. He teabagged Here's the grave. thing is that regardless of whether or not he's a Satanist or he turned Fred Phillips' dead mom gay, let's just get this out of the way. He has parents somewhere, and there is now a photo of him <laughs> on the internet with his balls on a headstone. His mom is probably one of those two women. See, now to harken back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, make my own headstone. I don't want to spend that much time on it because sooner or later, someday somebody's just going to rest their... They're going to pink, pink some, mass you? Some Satanist is just going to put gonna his balls... On, he's That's gonna, the pink mass. That is the pink mass. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Balls on a headstone. That's... I got your pink mass right here, Mrs. Phelps. Oh, wow. What a Johnston. bunch. Johnston. What a, what a bunch of... What? What about, what What's a, wrong with them? What is wrong with them? They're fucking morons. They're screwing with Fed, Fred Phelps, and I approve. It's just dumb. It's just they now they did happen to involve the resting place of a completely <laughs> innocent woman, as far as we know. She might have been a bigger douche than Fred Phelps. We don't know. Okay. I, but I also don't believe that there's like some sacred soul and no, 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 no. There. It's not that. And you, so like, okay, I'm not you know bothered it is? by to me, the idea it's, of this happening. To me, it's fire with fire. That's dumb. You know what I like? I really like uh, the the oh, what are they called? The flag? Uh, the f- uh, what are they? That it's the biker dudes. Have you seen this? Where whenever the Westboro mm. tries to go and picket somewhere, there is this cavalcade mm-hmm. of. Bikers, right? Like sons of anarchy bikers with giant American flags, and they go and create a wall yeah. all the way around mm-hmm. the Phelps family. Yeah. So you can't see or hear them. And I'm like, that's awesome. They don't talk to them. They don't get into arguments right. with them. They actually face their backs towards them and just create a wall. Create a wall. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Right. Some Satanist goth 
dummy putting his balls on a grave. <laughs> I don't care even if she d- did like protest with Fred Phelps. That's just stupid. It's just, it's just, you know, Fre- Frank, you, you catch more flies with honey than you do with balls on a grave. Well, isn't that nice? I thought you'd think it's really funny. And so that's fine. <laughs> it is funny. It is funny. Mm-hmm. It's also... Really? You're on these guys' side? Mm. For now, I am. Really? I might, I, might, I might change my mind later. But like right now, just well, I think they're screwing with Fred Phelps. That's the whole point. Okay, this just whole thing. one more time, though. I You're wanna, on this guy's side. You're on this guy's side. Look, he's happy. <laughs> and by the way, it's he's probably, showing me, he keeps showing me the picture of the guy with his balls out. It's probably... Do you think that that's, that face means that it, the stone was warm or cool? I don't know. I we bet can it was, move on This now. was brand... This just happened. It was probably hot. Yeah, hot as hell. <laughs> it's granite. He's just airing his balls out. It's George, It's Mississippi in the middle of summer. Maybe you do catch more flies with balls on a stone then. Pretty sure you do. Pretty sure. Okay. By the look of him, yes. All right. It's a, well, it, was a, you, it was a wonderful story. Frank. It was a wonderful story, and you ruined, ruined it, for it? Me. Okay. I'm just saying. Is it better than I was, us I had, agreeing? I, I kept, I saved that one for the last. I had high expectations. We just made it, we just created a sex move called the Pink Mass. I think we should both be really proud of ourselves. All right. Well, Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist is a great way to chime in and, uh, you know, join the conversation. You can also like us there. You can also send us uh, an email at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. And actually, I want to do a little call out. This, we don't normally do this, but um, I'm, our, I just want to go back to our conversation mm. about, the, um, about having these, these visceral reactions yeah. to like, like trying to rid yourself of like these ghost reactions or these spooky reactions or, or whatever or it is. Or the one that you were talking about of like... You know, you you say, I, I wish God would, you know, have a plane hit my house or whatever that is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, does that, are you able to just like, boom, do it? Or yeah. is there that immediate, however fleeting, uh-huh. jump, right? Yeah. You can't, it, it's hard. You can't yeah. do it. And yeah. so I want to hear about that this week. Ooh, like, yeah. I really, really, really like to hear about that. And so again, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Send us an email or leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. We're going to take a quick break. Um, we're going to listen to um, a, a dude by the name of Edwin Lutzer. Probably haven't heard of this guy before. Reverend Lutzer. Reverend Pastor. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor Reverend Pastor. Uh, Erwin Lutzer, Doctor Reverend Pastor, <laughs> uh, who is an evangelical Christian pastor, um, and uh, he's in he's from or he lives in Chicago right now, and he does like radio and all that kind of crap. Writes books, and this is him. It's a little clip on YouTube, uh, and he is talking about uh, le- legalizing gay marriage. He has an argument here mm. about legalizing. gay Is marriage. he for it? Well, let's find out. <laughs> So we are in for what could be really a, a, a tsunami. You know, if I could just talk about it for just a moment more, many people think, well, two different views of marriage can exist here in America or other countries. 
And of course, there are some folks, I'm sure, who are listening in Europe who have two different views of marriage and two different concepts. But the fact is that because of the implications, ultimately, same-sex marriage legalized breaks down the family in some very, very important ways. We need to recognize this. Here in America, we talk about the Constitution. I can imagine someone riding in a boat saying, I have a constitutional right to drill a hole through my side of the boat. The problem is we are all on the same boat. Wow. <laughs> he has a new argument. And look at what he did there. I love it. <laughs> he did something very clever. Did he? Oh. Yeah. You... <laughs> I have a constitutional right to this. I can claim whatever I want to, he says. Not like the idea that he's like, he's like, you know, doing his best to stay really even killed, really magnanimous. Uh And so I'm talking to you, Frank, and I, and I'm saying, (laughs) so let's say, for example, Mm -hmm. that, that instead of wanting gay marriage, you want to eat the still-beating heart of my newborn child. Now, I'm just saying, one of us has to be that person in this scenario for my my example to work, okay? Right, 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 so right. you are saying, I have a constitutional right to rip out the heart, the still-beating heart of your newborn child, Adam. And I'm like, but, but it's my child, Frank. Right, I mean, right. do, you see, do you see how that is for me? Well, it's tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Because uh, clearly... It's tough. Clearly. Ooh, it's a sticky... Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. Wow. Yeah. Mm, that is... That's a, a pickle. sound argument yeah. that he just laid out there. <laughs> Drill a hole in the boat. So basically, then, he's saying that anyone who is for marriage, for marriage equality is a moron that doesn't understand how boats work. How boats work, yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're claiming a right that's going to sink us both. Don't you see? It's going to sink us both. Both of us. Both of us are going down... Because you can't stop. Yeah. Oh, see, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Yo! (laughs) We're all going down if you keep Ah. going down. (laughs) Skitty deepity did. The thing of it is, is that, like, I mean, what I love about that is is that, like, how, how do you not under, like, how do you not understand? That it's no longer a conversation if one person's talking to another person as if they're either an idiot or a child <laughs> or maybe both. That like it's not a conversation. They're like, yeah. look, we just want to have an adult conversation with you, and 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 well, help help you try to understand right. that but, you are tearing the very soul of this country apart. Right. Well, so let's ch- start there. Yeah. Well, this jackass thinks that he has, like, some parable. The parable of the boat and the drill, right? Like, he's like, this is a a good lesson. This makes sense. You know. This makes total sense. Think your boat as as much as you want. That's not a, is that a euphemism? Is that a thing the kids are saying? No? Sink my boat once. Shame shame on on you. Mm. Sink my boat twice. You'll never sink my boat again. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's. I mean, clearly. That's amazing. I I just love, like, because I can imagine people listening to that going, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're We're all That's terrible. Yeah. Why would you sit there and drill that hole? Yeah. Sink your boat, but don't, it's one boat. Leave my boat alone. We only have one boat. Well, it's both our boats. (laughs) 
Well, we both have a boat. No, it's my boat. You're just in it. Ooh, and you're trying you're totally to sink right. it. That's what you're it is. You're totally right. It's not both of our, it's not yeah. our boat. It's my boat. Right. And you're in it. Because doesn't he see that he's sinking my boat? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, that's, like, that, he like, literally. From my that's, perspective, he's got to drill out and it's called. I don't. I was. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> no, keep going. No, this is good. Let's. Okay. So, all right. Let's go. What is the guy's name again? Can you give me his name? Litzer. Okay. Let's go with Reverend Doctor Pastor Litzer's uh-huh. uh, concept about uh-huh. this and take the. So the boat is the country. The boat is the country. Um, the Constitution is his. Is his drill? No. No, gay marriage is the drill. Oh yeah. Gay marriage right. is the Noel. No, you're right. Gay marriage is the drill. Gay marriage is the drill. Sin is the hole in the boat. This is very provocative. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's getting good. Ooh, and the yeah. Constitution is a manual that says how to drill the hole. Yeah. The water. The, the water wa- is the. I don't know what the water is. The water is a. I think the water is the water. Hell. <laughs> it's the ship's. It's death. At least it's death. Right. It's so, death. So he's basically saying that the country already is surfing on the waves of death. Mm, and the gay marriage always. 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 Yeah. And that a little bit of sin will bring the water into the country, which is death. Yeah. And that no, guys like Rick Santorum, th- those are the guys trying to be the little Dutch boy and put their finger in. Or bail, bail out the water. Bail, yeah, I guess you could bail. So what would be the bucket? Is a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> the bucket is our hopes and dreams. Bucket's Jesus. Bucket's Je- It's a Jesus bucket. <laughs> bucket full of Jesus. <laughs> it's like that restaurant out in West Valley City. <laughs> bucket full of crawfish. Have you ever eaten there? I don't. I bucket, don't. Bucket of crawfish. I don't like crawfish. Oh, it's full. You it's full on Cthulhu. It just yeah. freaks me out. And I, I don't like. Do I don't like food served in buckets. <laughs> yeah, there's always that. And actually, the thing is, they don't even serve it in a bucket. They give you. You put it in the it, bucket no, when you're yeah, done. When you're right? done. Yeah, it comes in. It yeah, comes what in the hell is bags. that? See, it should that's be plastic so... bag. Go cough, crawfish. Yeah, because it's not like they called KFC like you know plate of bones. It's not what's <laughs> left when you're done, right? Like. It's what they serve you. <laughs> they don't call Taco Bell diarrhea. I, I will say the bucket of crawfish is way better than this is the, the restaurant review portion. Of this, <laughs> uh, We've already podcast. gone through the our ghost's real portion and <laughs> what did that idiot mean and what is a pink mass. By the way, I forgot uh, you you did and maybe it's because I was provoking you. Mm-hmm. You missed the best part about the pink mass article, if I may. Just just it's a single how line. I, how did I miss it? <clears throat> so vice vice magazine i think uh, right. uh did something about this vice reports that the idea for the pink mask came about in april after the uh westboro baptist threatened oh, to protest yeah. the funeral of the boston marathon bombing victims the website also compared the pink mask to the mormon practice of baptizing the dead only much gayer <laughs> <laughs> just had to add that yeah, in. that's good vice that's good. is always good at that kind of stuff yeah um okay wow well, moving right along, we're go- we're actually going to skip the normal uh, email and voicemail segment. Okay, uh, we're just, we'll just leave that until Dan's back because a lot of it that came in this week was stuff about people yelling at our him. last segment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so I just felt that that would be good for he and I to 
to actually respond to and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. we, we're just going to skip that. And, oh, yeah. And if anybody's actually wondering where Dan is. Oh, yeah. Dan's in Europe. God. Again. He's, yeah. Spain and France this time. Poor, poor baby. Oh, yeah. It's just awful. So, uh, so he's there, not here. Yeah. So we do need to question his commitment to uh, I the would, podcast. I would, yeah. I would question the hell out of it. Yeah. I know, right? You hear that, Dan? I know. I'm calling throwing you. It, throw, <laughs> throwing it down. Throwing so, it, Dan. Is that a bad well, pun? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It, yes, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, but anyways, yeah, we uh, we kind of teased at the, the top of the show that um, we were going to talk about... Uh, boy, it sounds a lot softer. I'm going to adjust some levels. Um, that... We were going to talk about your experience with Taoism, right? And you and I have talked about this a little bit. But we like, have talked about this a little bit. Not it's, too it's, much. It's funny because uh, the other two times I've done the show, we were going to talk about this both times, and it was bumped both times. Well, we almost had a bump at this time, but if we keep it under ten minutes, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I uh, so I we guess just, as, as as sort of a precursor, or a way to get into it. Um, excuse me. Um, as I mentioned earlier, and I think I mentioned on past episodes, mm-hmm. I was raised LDS, left the church. That's probably like 13, I think, 12, 13. Okay. Sure. Really, really young. Um, and uh, and then nothing. And for for years until I was 19. And, and during that period of time, like, I was really into... Um, the underground punk rock scene. And one of the things that happened in the underground p- punk rock scene in the early nineties is, um, certain, uh, sort of offshoot religions became really big. Uh, hmm. one of them was the Hare Krishna movement and there were actually bands. Um, really? there's the band, uh, shelter, the band, uh, one eight and a couple other, uh, groups that were still like loud punk hardcore music but they, all the guys would wear the robes. They had the shaved head with the little, seriously, yeah, the little okay. ponytail thing, and, and they wear the necklaces to the point where, like, wearing Hare Krishna bead necklaces was like part of the hardcore fashion scene. Like, I totally there's pictures of me in high school like wearing them. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, it was okay. a completely normal thing. Like, you can talk to Jeremy well, not or normal. Matt. Well, in, in that scene though, I mean, <laughs> you could talk to Jeremy, Matt, any of those guys, and it's like, right. oh yeah, of course, that was a huge thing. Right. Um. I had some friends that started going to a local Taoist, uh, um, uh, they call it a photon. It's not a temple, but it's essentially a place to, to get together and, and sort of worship because Taoism is interesting because it both, it, it lives as a philosophy, but there's also several factions of Taoism that exist as, as religions. Right. Um, and this was one of those. And, it wasn't weird or culty or anything like that in the sense that almost everyone that went there were actually people who uh, had moved to Utah from China. And so it oh, was almost okay. exclusively uh, Chinese. Um, and then there was like me and my friends. And we would, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I fully got into it. Like, I guess I just really liked, I, I liked it because. I liked it because it felt very philosophical to me. And for okay. a long time, I was interested in it because of that, because, um, you know, and, and Taoism is one of these, uh, 
different philosophies that has uh, so many proverbs. Like they, they're all mm. about proverbs. And the actual term, um, uh, the Tao, um, uh, uh, which you know originally comes from the Tao Te Ching, the the, the book. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but Tao means the way. And the idea is, is that every thing in every, every person, every animal, everything in the world has its own way. And that way is the way in which you are supposed to be right. Okay. And that that's, that's your function. And that it doesn't mean that there is this, you know, echelon of like, everyone can attain this thing. It's that whatever kind of a person that, that you are, if you're happy with the way that you are, then you're probably living to the potential that you are. And hmm. that is your way. And the one proverb about it that I always love was about a snake cruising through the forest. Right. Right. And the tail, because you know, in these proverbs, like everything can talk, right? Sure. The tail says to the head, Hey, I'm tired of this. You always get to see everything first. You get to eat, Hmm. You know, you, you get, you get to check everything out. I see everything last. I have to shit like this is awful. And it wraps itself around a tree limb. The tail does and says, we're not going anywhere until I can be the head. And the head says, you can't do that. I'm the head. That's what I do. You're the tail. That's what you do. The tail says, well, we'll just stay here and wait and see what happens. And the snake dies (laughs) because the head is the head and the tail is the tail. And that's the way that it works. Yeah. And I loved that philosophy. Right. And so that's why I started going. And it was, it was very interesting. There was, there was, and it took me a little while to realize how much of a religion this was though. Right. And that's why I ended up, I I was only, I only stayed with it for uh, uh, less than two years. And the reason why is because I started to realize like, Oh, this is really, and we would do meditations, we would do prayers, but the prayers were, were cool because, or the reason why I thought they were cool at the time was because they weren't to a single deity, you know, they, uh, very much like, uh, uh, Buddhist belief. It's this idea that there are enlightened ones and mm-hmm. that they've, and so we would have these massive, uh, prayers where, and I learned like Chinese, not, hmm. a, not a ton of Chinese, but enough to be able to do the prayers where you would basically be giving, uh, um, giving homage or, or, or giving uh praise to everyone from like Gandhi to Jesus to Muhammad to this idea that, that there are all these people right. who have helped to make the world uh, a more enlightened place over the, over time. Okay. Um, and it's like at first, you know, at 19, like looking for a, a different option, it's like, that's really cool. Right. So let me just kind of get into your state of mind mm-hmm. before you 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 came upon this tradition okay and this religious group okay you you had left the mormon church mm-hmm. but where were you in sort of your belief in god at that point um it was not it was non-existent and i don't think it was anything that i thought about um i don't think it was anything that i thought about uh on a day-to-day basis which is actually odd because and i mean this is a whole other we can talk about this some other time but my stepfather uh, probably a year before this, um, and this is a personal vow, mind mentioning it, uh, probably about a year before this, my stepfather had committed suicide. Mm. And, but weirdly enough, I think there's something weird that when you're, that's a tragic thing to have happen. But if you're a kid, mm-hmm. if you're like a teenager, it's not as harrowing as if you were an adult. Cause if you're an adult, like you think about it in a totally different context, when you're a teenager, everything's life or death. 
huh. right? Like everything right. is like so overly wrought and dramatic that, right, right, right. that it's like, it was awful, obviously, but it wasn't, it didn't make me question heaven, hell, God, the devil, any of that. Right. It was more just like, yeah, man, that's how hard life can be. Which I know sounds awful and flippant, but that's kind of the way you. The, no, I that kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? That's like an you, interesting. You just like because you're still a, your brain is still hardening, right? Like you're still. Well, it's still a mess up there. It's still totally it. a mess, yeah. right? And yeah. and so, um, and that I I bring up that point about my stepfather because it gets into this later on, but um, and so I think it was more just like I wanted to. It just sounded interesting to me, I guess, huh. for whatever reason, not because I was seeking anything. And I had friends that were, had gotten into it and they were really happy. They really liked it. And, huh. and I had other friends that were like, dude, don't go and do that whole Dallas thing. You're going to end up weird. You're going to end up weird like those guys are. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever, man, like this is, you know, and I All guess right. part of it also is that like, I've never been that guy that went and did something like that. And so I was like, maybe this is why not me. Maybe this is mm. going to be something for me, right? Hmm. Um, so I go, I do the whole so, thing. So almost chalking it up to a life experience. Yeah, really, really. And 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 also like sort of a bigger philosophical idea at the time, which is like the idea that that there is no right religion, but there's just been all these people like that throughout time have have been enlightened and have added to this bigger pot of the philosophy and mm -hmm. that that was their way that was their Tao was to become that to me was like, I really liked that. It seemed really simple. It seemed like, yeah, I get, okay, that makes sense. I can get on board with that. Right. It's mm -hmm. almost like Baha'i, right. It's almost right, like, right, right. and, and, but there was something about it that I was like, I like that because it felt equal opportunity. Like everybody gets, everybody's right. Not, right, a, right. not nobody's right, but everybody's kind of right. I mean, that goes back to the other, um, Tao's proverb, you know, the, the blind men in the room with the elephant, right? Oh, sure, and yeah. They all think they know what God is. One's holding the tail. God is a rope. One's holding the... the well, they think they the, know what an elephant is. Well, but the original is... the uh, Supposedly, the original parable is is about God. It's oh, supposed really? to be about God. One says God is a tree, and he's holding... The trunk of an elephant. No, he's or holding the, 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 leg, the, of the leg of an elephant. Yeah. God is a wall, right? Like, right, right, right. and that they, they, in, and that the parable is that they're all, they're all right and they're all wrong. They are all touching something, but they're huh. not. They don't see the bigger picture. So that's sort of. It's funny. The uh, the LDS Church, um, their one of their Sunday school manuals has co opted. Yep. That I mean, it's, it's and, and they've it's come so up, common, but they've but they've managed to come up with the wrong lesson at the oh, end of oh, it. No, of course. You know what I mean? Which I always thought was so ironic because when I heard the original, uh, which is in this like old, like Chinese, you know, uh, book of, of, of Taoist Proverbs. And I was like, oh, that's a totally different. It's the same well, parable, so, but they end up. <laughs> so the, the Mormon one is, um, let, let's see, what, what what is the Mormon conclusion? Oh, it's that. Uh, it's. I'm trying to recall. It's, it's like it's, that you all have to come together in order to, or some, I can't, it's, it's something about, it's something about communication but, or I can't remember. It's either communication or, um, I can't be, remember. It's, it, it, it's about, is, don't they turn it into something about like man's ability to perceive like wisdom or something? Yeah. Like something that? like so, that. Where it's the something, actual, the actual they, proverb is what, that that is God for you. That they're all that everybody that everybody's that well the the original proverb the lesson is is that everyone is everyone is 
is touching some part of this thing. But if, if that, if, if all you're able to do is think literally about this, that there are these rules that, that, Mm. that, that it is, it is, it is bigger than your ability to say, this is this. Oh, gotcha. Right. Is is that to, to own that, that wonder. And you can see where it ties into things like agnosticism and, and you know, that, that kind of an idea anyway. So, I yeah. start going. I start doing the whole thing. Yeah, back to you and and being yeah. <laughs> so nineteen years old. Yeah. So um, at some point, it, things start to get a little bit weird in terms of it. Just feels more like you know, if I don't go every week, people are asking me why I wasn't there last week, and it and turns into church. It turns into church, and and along with that, there was an experience that happened that was very odd. Um we went to what is called a sand writing class. Okay. This is actually, what is that? It's this is actually something from what I've heard is a, is a fairly not common to the Taoist religion, but, but is something that is, is utilized at times, um, uh, within, um, Eastern faiths. And so they had, they, they had a touring group of what they referred to as, and I think there was like a weird, uh, uh, maybe language barrier thing here about okay. this. They're, they're from China and they were referred to as they they were calling them. They said the three geniuses mm. and they were these three little girls. Okay? okay. So like 11, 12 years old. Now these, these girls basically were chosen when they were, I don't know, born, but maybe like really little okay. to, to basically lead these very, very pure lives as, these sort of like conduits to, to talk to. So like all of a sudden we've gone from, Oh, it's philosophy to like, Oh, it's religion. Right. And they're actually going to bring, be bringing like messages from God or something. Right. Right. And I kind of, there was some things I didn't totally understand about it, but a whole bunch of us go to this. Um, and the sand writing, the way that they would do it is there, there was one girl, they all had, uh, um, super, super short, almost shaved heads. Okay. okay. None of them spoke any English at all. Okay. What they would do is they would have an actual table that was glass with sand on top of it, right? Like you do the actual sand writing. You've seen okay. that before, right? Sure. Um. So I guess, it, I, I, guess I really haven't. Yeah. It's. Can I mean, it's essentially you have like a like a wooden dowel that's sort of sharpened at the end, and you can do these. You know, I mean, specifically for like Chinese characters. Oh, okay. Right. Sure. All right. So. One of the girls will write the characters in sand. The other girl is transcribing them. The other genius or whatever is transcribing them. And then the third one's reading it out loud. And then after the third one is reading out loud what the second one has written, it sounds like a seance, but it kind of was. It was really weird. Um, Then they're translating it into English, right? Okay. And before the whole thing started, you know, they, they told everyone, they said, write down, write down on a piece of paper, um, you know, something that you would, that, that you would like to know, something that you would like to know about, uh, about your family, about this or that, and all these different things. Okay. So I decided, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but I wrote something about my, my dad, my stepdad, just like, you know, why did this happen or something vague, but something relating to that. Uh-huh. And there's probably like maybe 40 of us in this class. And so 
everybody brings the little paper up and they all sort of put them inside of this, this envelope or like a box or something that's up on this table. And the, the girls come in and they start doing the sand writing thing. And it was trippy to see because she, the one that's writing, it's like, that's all she does. And she has her eyes closed and she's not even holding it. Like the way you hold a pen. She's like, has her palms pressed flat together with the dowel in the middle of it. It's like, like a Ouija board. I mean, I mean, she's writing. It's not like it's floating on its own, but but, but, I mean, but it's odd. It's right. definitely odd. And but your hand is on the thing with the Ouija board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know definitely. I mean? And she's, and she's, and so she's, but she's making these characters and she's moving incredibly fast. And every time she finishes one, she lifts up the dowel for just an instant for uh, another assistant on the other side who has one of those little rakes to go click, 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 click and rake it flat with nothing on it. And then she starts going again. Okay. So the second girl has to be writing all these things down really, really quickly to keep okay. up. So this goes on for a while and we're watching it and I'm just getting increasingly more and more creeped out. And I'm like, this is really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, this is really weird. Like, I don't know. It seems totally superstitious. Yeah. Super, totally superstitious. Totally like, like voodoo ish. Almost. almost. Yeah. And, and, but I was still just like, not that I was like, Oh, there's like great chicken entrails. <laughs> no, at there's some point. Yeah. No. no, I mean, but, okay. but, but, you know, I mean, it is this big colorful sort of gold foil room with like, you know, they have the, at the front, they, they have, um, lots of, uh, fruit and vegetables, you know, the same way, like you go to Shanghai cafe and they have like the little thing that they put an offering out front yeah, and that's, okay. that's, that's Shinto. It's different, but still it's like, you know, it's same, cool. same concept. Yeah. You're making an offering sort of for the universe or whatever. Right. So at the end of this and there's incense and things. And so this really powerful moment that for, I think for a lot of people there was very emotional for me. It was really scary. Um, I didn't, I didn't like it at all, but this is two years into your experience. A little less like a year and a half. I mean, you, you had experienced this. Not th- this is but the I mean, only time that you, you would this experience has this religion. You would experience, yeah, yeah, and that's and it was a really alien feeling to suddenly feel really creeped out. But I suddenly was just like, I'm not buying this, and hmm. I'm not, and I don't. But I was still so I still had this that same feeling of like, well, why not me though? It still could be like I could still be somebody that gets to experience this, and so I'm seeing this thing through. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it, they wrote all the stuff down. Then the interpreter, the woman gets up and she starts reading what's on there, right? Which is supposed to be this almost David Blaine magic trick of whatever people have written on the little piece of paper. How could anybody else there know what was, what was said right now? I can't explain this part. I can, I can explain a way that as fascinating and weird as it was to watch the the sand writing thing, like eh, maybe they've been trained to do that since they were super little. I mean, is it right. that different than handling a snake or going into a deep trance sure. and speaking right, in right, tongues, right, right. whatever. Yeah. What I can't explain is I, when they, when the woman started reading it in English, there were messages to all these people in the audience about what they had written down on these pieces of paper. And there were several of my friends in there okay. who had asked certain things in their little piece of paper and they got them answered. Like maybe it was a tad vague, but they were like fairly specific answers. And so, I can't so explain that. How, how do they know that the, the answer was for them? Is there like, they say their name seriously. Yeah. So they're like, you know, 
Bob Johansson. Da 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 da. And this is, you know, I mean, it's this Chinese woman who, and granted, they could have, I mean, obviously somebody gave them their names before or whatever. Right. But then the answers were fairly specific. And so I don't really know. And maybe they had talked to them beforehand. I have no idea. I'm just, this is just what I can, I can speculate all day, but this is what I know. Okay. Is that I don't know how the hell they knew to answer a lot of the stuff that were, that was in this box. Right. But the answers were things of like, you know, when you were 11 and 12, the reason why you had to go in the hospital and were so ill is because this and this and that. And, you know, I know that, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, I know you have doubts about this, but blah, 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 blah. And there were all these really specific answers. I'm like looking around at like, I mean, like I didn't, I never saw, I never saw the questions, but I I talked to my friends afterwards and I was like, is that really what you asked? And they're like, yeah, totally. But so all of this is happening. Okay. Okay. And again, I don't know, maybe they're just moved by the spirit and their question was something totally different. And they just said whatever yet. Oh, that's exactly what I asked. Who knows? All these people around me are crying, <laughs> right? They're totally being moved by all of this. And I'm wait I'm like I'm penciling and I'm waiting, right? I'm waiting mm-hmm. like when when is it mine? Like like oh my god, like I'm going to get back something about like my stepdad. I'm like preparing myself. And they end and they finish and there was no message, nothing for me. And wow. this is a you know, about two years after having gone through that experience with my stepdad. Right. And I'm sitting around people that were getting messages about, I mean, not about like whatever happened to my puppy Skippy, not that, but like almost that, you know, just like almost fucking mundane stuff. And I'm like, for really, really, right. You got nothing for me. And I was like, I like, okay. I sat through this super weird, creepy thing got myself all worked up and ready to be in this moment for this experience. And at the end of it, I was like, this isn't, I don't even know what the hell this is. And the next time that I went, I went back one more time and I got into not an argument, but a very heated discussion with the woman who was sort of my main teacher there. Okay. She was, uh, I lost for her name so long ago, but she, uh, she was really nice. She was, uh, uh, from China she was one of these women who was like, you know, 70 and looked like she was about 38. You know what I mean? Right. It's just okay. like, yeah. Um, but, uh, and we got into this pretty heated discussion because I, I was saying, you know, I have done all these things that I thought was what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, uh, have been coming here all the time. You know, I haven't tried to, because, you know, they would give you these sort of parameters like, Oh, well it's, it's good if you don't, you know, go out and have sex, but that's a good thing. You know, you can keep yourself more pure until you're ready to meet the right person. All this, you know, Oh, you don't need to go and drink. You don't need all these things. And, And I was like, I like to do those things. If I like to do those things and it made me happy, I didn't, I didn't feel like that. I was a bad person. Right until I met all you guys, then, then isn't that my way? Right. And she was like, and she was trying to convince me, but she just could like, I just set my mind in stone about it that I'm like, well, no, if I still agree with what you say yeah. that each of us have our own purpose, maybe I'm a fucking tail. 
Maybe I'm not the head. Maybe I'm a fucking tail, and I'm never going to get the answers I'm supposed to. And I'm supposed to just hang out with my friends and tell shitty jokes. And I'm supposed to try and have sex with that girl because I think she's cute. And I should go drink a beer. And I should, you know what I mean? And and like the spell was broken, and I never went back. That's an amazing place to arrive, though. Right. Yeah. That you kind of caught the the whole philosophy (laughs) correctly correctly yeah i got not the religion the religion part i was like no that's not but the real philosophy yeah yeah and when you and when you approach these religious folk with With the philosophy they couldn't handle it yeah they couldn't well and they couldn't argue it because that they had taught it technically that is what they believe yeah well and a lot of they also believe in the community that they've built mm-hmm. and in this, all the extra add-ons. Yeah. Well, and the interesting and thing is the original philosophy, which is, you know, if you talk to people who are Taoists and that, and that's the thing I want to get across at the end of this whole story is that this was a particular faction of religious Taoism right. that has grabbed pieces of Buddhism and pieces of Shintoism and mysticism and all these different things and stuck them all together into this. Right. And I don't want to seem disparaging at all to Taoism because I've met real Taoists in my time since then. Yeah. And when I, I, that just now I've told the most about that experience I've ever told in my entire life to anybody, including Abby. So here you go. It's out for the world. But, um, (laughs) when, you know, when I've explained a little bit about what my experience was like, those people gave me a weird looks and were like, that's not Taoism. Taoism isn't a religion. You don't go show up somewhere twice a week. And Hmm. like, you don't have to do that. That's, that's religious Taoism. Wow. And I think people who are truly believe in the Taoist philosophy, they look at that as like, yeah, it's assholes like that that, that make people think we're a religion. We're not. Wow. So that's my journey, and I learned I was a tail, and that's okay. <laughs> that like, <laughs> it's a weird you're, story. You're clear, I realize you're it's clearly a weird... not a tail. <laughs> um, no, it's it's fascinating though because you dabbled with something that was so wildly different, yeah, than than the tradition that you had, had grown up with. And didn't you feel like that at times in your life where you're like, well, maybe it's just all this green jello and like gymnasiums with carpet on that? You know what I mean? Like maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's maybe like, that's what you don't like about Mormonism, or or maybe what what why you why you got away from religion is because right. it's like. Maybe it maybe it needs to be something that's more exotic or something that fits me in a different way. And I, I thought I think that a I, lot of people go that way. Oh, they do. I do. With they, that they in definitely mind, do. Almost. But I, whether but they I, know it or not, I just I feel like that. God, in real like talking about the story, like it totally like made me angry again. Hmm. Like I left with a lot of anger about that, and obviously part of it did have a lot to do with my stepdad that I wanted, even though it maybe have maybe have been subconscious. Obviously, there was a part of me that was searching for. Some kind of not an answer because I don't, I don't, I've never been, I've never done that. Right. But just once I started getting into it and realized and believed when somebody was like, there might be a message for you, <laughs> that I was like, well, there's got to be one for me. I'd life just dragged me through 10 miles of broken glass. There has to be one for me. Right. And at the end of it, for not to be one, I'm like, fuck you guys. Right. Like I just like, well, went per- to a place. Like you know? what percentage would you say? of people that were there got an answer to their, to their sp- a specific answer to their specific question. Well, I can't answer that. Cause I don't know what anybody else's questions that were other but, than but, the friends, of my, but, but got like answers. Claiming, yeah. People who, who were there and Pro- whose name was called out. Probably a little less than half. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's why I just felt like, 
Yeah, like, what does that do to the person? The, like, I think when it I comes get, down to your personal experience, and, and again, like, uh, to talk about this specific event of my stepdad, I remember that, that my, my mom um, recently told me that that's when she started to lose her faith is because, like, the week before it happened that, that he committed suicide, she, like, all of the aunts and uncles got together did a laying on of the hands, did the oil, like the, that okay. really traditional, the really traditional like Mormon, like, yeah, yeah. you know, they do that blessing uh-huh. and they did it. And she's like, and he still died. She's like, oh, how a blessing how, on, on him mm-hmm. that his mental health might clear yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And she's like, and he still died. So she's like every moment, every religious moment since then, I have to weigh on a scale and the other cup on the scale has that image in it. And eventually it just outweighed every, everything else. Wow. Cause like, she's like, and you know, Bishop's telling me God has a plan. She's like, in my head, I'm going, well, fuck his plan. I need, I need him. I need my husband. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Tell, tell him to go to hell. Like, I don't know what to, you know, and, and, and so it's very, very interesting though. Yeah. Very. And I just think that those life experiences in that way, I just think that that's what starts to shape all those, mm-hmm. all those decisions and all those ways in which you see the world around you, you know? So, yeah. huh? Well, that's, wow. anyway, Thank that's, you for that's my story. That. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. It's it gets great. a little d- dark. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I, I... It's, it was a long time a, ago, it's and a I mean, it's story. Actually, thanks, thanks. And and yeah, seriously, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've wanted to share that for a long time, and huh. I guess I didn't know I was really going to talk my, about my dad. But and and I as I, I didn't think about it until I started telling the story, how much that played a huge part really in pivotal, in yeah, understanding your reaction. Yeah, 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 and sort of like solidifying, like, oh no, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh-huh. Doesn't, doesn't matter what it is. I can't. I can't make sense of certain experiences in my life in this rosy, you know, the rose colored glasses of religion and, and the idea that there's simplicity there. I just, uh-huh. no. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Good night folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening uh, to Adam and me ramble on. Yeah. No kidding. Two hours. Is that a we, record? We don't we don't do a lot of two hour episodes yeah. around these parts. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, if if you have anything that you'd like to add, um, or if you'd just like to go to facebook.com slash TGI atheist and like us, can I plug my other show? Is that oh okay? yeah, please do. Uh, so I do a movie review uh, podcast with my friend Adam. So we're both Adam. So it's a damn movie podcast. Yeah, there uh-huh. you go. Uh, puns, puns never get old. Let me tell you, <laughs> we've been doing the show for a really long time. We've been doing the show for about five years. We were just talking about it uh, mm-hmm. offline earlier. Um, and we're getting ready to do our, uh, well, I think next month we'll be getting to our 200th episode. Crazy. So yeah, but we review movies, new ones, old ones. We do festivals. Our newest one just went up today. It's we did Black Swan and the Red Shoes. Wow! So we really try to mix it up between contemporary stuff and older stuff. Right, right. Um, but you know, it's just us rambling, drinking some beers, and talking movies. So if people are interested, it's a damn D A M N movie podcast. And you can find it on iTunes. So, awesome! Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for letting me plug that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thanks for coming on and 
and helping me out. No, man, I always love doing this. You know that. <laughs> I always love doing this. Gives, it gives us a chance to hang out when we're not doing things like writing musicals, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, they don't know about Oh, sorry, it yeah. <laughs> They'll just think we're joking, so it's fine. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> just wait for it, folks. Just wait. <laughs> um, or you can uh, you can also send us a, an email. Our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. So, you know, we love to hear from, from listeners. And another way that you can uh, um, let us hear from you is uh, for two, or the, our voice. You could leave us a voicemail. God, this is hard. <laughs> We're just one person. Normally it's me and Dan going back and forth. I know. Forth. I'm sorry. And I'm just wa- I'm, I'm like watching you as the wheels are coming off the bus. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the email. I can't help. I don't know the phone number. <laughs> our voicemail number is 424-666-8442. Uh? Uh, remember that we do have videos up on YouTube. Uh, you can subscribe, and uh, in case we ever decide to issue another one, um, <laughs> and that's YouTube.com/slash TGI Atheist, and uh, share those if you wouldn't mind. And then also, uh, we'd always like to thank the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use uh, their music so generously. Um, yeah, the, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's super so good. good. It's uh, so we uh, super appreciate that. And, uh, next week, Dan should be back. Um, if he's not, who knows what's going to happen because I haven't planned that far yet. I'll so, come on again if you don't have anybody. Oh, sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks a lot, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.